It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Coming up on TMS, yellow bag of sadness. My granola. Limp peanuts. There were fork heads. Fetching bottle Dasani for the hobbits. House smells like D's nuts. Slippy finger in the bath. Jazz hands are always confusing to me. Hot pockets for Nev Campbell. Can't get past the pasta. <laughs> Look for another fork. Where's Tyne Daly? Everyone needs a plucky kid. No offense to Tina Yothers. Judgy granola. The golden corral of tech news with Tom. Everyone repeats Nicole's recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The they loved it. The sauces. They're great. The cooking. So easy. Introducing McCain Pasta Magic. Simply microwave the sauce, run the frozen pasta under hot water for a few seconds, and magically tender just right pasta. Combine them for perfect pasta and perfect sauce. Fettuccine. Alfredo. Pasta salad. My next topping. New McCain Pasta Magic. Delicious, perfectly prepared pasta and sauce in less than three minutes. It's magic. It's McCain. What day is it and who the hell am I, man? The Morning Stream. What do you say we get nipple to nipple? Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for... Uh, what is it? February 22nd, 2023. Oh, man, it'd be a mm-hmm. 2 22 last year. We had it today. It's a bummer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but tomorrow we'll have a 2 23 That's not bad. We'll have that. We'll have that. Is that all right? Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. I think yeah. I'd prefer a 3 23 you know? <laughs> well, we'll, sure. Which I mean, we'll also we'll, get. We'll get we'll that next month. We'll have one of those, yeah. yeah. We'll have those, one of those in exactly a month. <laughs> I, assume, I assume there's a show that day. Who knows? Uh, I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. And Brian, I don't know if you noticed here, but at the top of the show there, uh, this this pasta thing. The pasta. <laughs> so that's how the Canadians... Oh, sorry. Canada. Oh, really? That's how the Canadians okay. say it, because that's a commercial from Canada. I'm sure some Canadians heard it. Probably Jeff Sire heard it and went, oh my gosh, I haven't heard of McCain's pasta, or sorry, pasta commercial in Jeez. years. But those- <laughs> Tally says, no, it's not. <laughs> According to Bo, it is. He says it totally is. He says, he says pasta like he that. He says pasta oh. like that. He says um, Mario instead of Mario. What else? There was another one he gave me. But yeah, I don't know if it's like a certain region of Canada, but he says pasta, and he was not surprised at all that the commercial said pasta. He's like, oh yeah, that's that's what we call it up here. So uh, <sighs> listen, if you strike me down, my pasta magic will be stronger than you could even imagine. That's right. That's right. Maybe, maybe. Listen, Tally, you're a transplant. Okay, you came from here. You came from America. 
Maybe yeah. you had an influence you brought, on those You brought people. the right way to say pasta yeah. with you. Yeah, We're, and now you're there in your family. Good job. Well done. Uh, we got a show to do. I guess I should get this out of the way because this is kind of when I do this. But I, I had a dream. All right. Mm-hmm. It was a weird one, so I got to share I it. Dream the dream. This we was a nap dream. I need br- like a dream stinger song. I know. I don't really have anything good. I'll come up with something. But I had a dream that was uh, during a nap that I took in the 45 or 40 minutes I had before play retro yesterday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to catch a quick one. <laughs> so I hit the okay. couch. I thought I'd be nice and refreshed when I got up. Instead, mm-hmm. I had this weird dream where it was revealed that everybody in the entire world had fake heads on so you could pull your head off like a mask oh. almost like uh, okay like a mission impossible style where it a little looks bit. completely and totally real until you start pulling it off and then it's rubber a, a little bit except it's the entire head kind of gotcha. comes okay. off and yeah, underneath sure. there is a overly large uh four-pronged fork the kind you <laughs> okay. eat with so everybody's got fork heads uh-huh. except for me you who's in this oh, dream Good, yeah. And parrots. Because all the animal kingdom, all other birds, every other thing that lives. They were all they were all four heads. They too. were all four heads. And then it was just me, Brian, and the parrots versus all the four heads, and the dream featured a lot of running around and like trying to get away and fighting and the four heads coming after us and us trying to fend them off and survive and find and see if we could find other non fork heads out there. <laughs> what about Time Daily? Was she <laughs> It seems like if there's anyone who might not be a forkhead, it would be Tyne Daly. <laughs> I mean, all right. If she was alive and around in the world, maybe, but I never did find Tyne Daly in this you dream. Did, you should have looked because that would have been. <laughs> I should have. You know, I would have, if I'd have been more thoughtful during my dream. I would have looked for Tyne Daly. But um, I wonder, is Tyne, I wonder if Tyne is short for something. I don't know. I've never. It's a weird name, that, right? It's a weird name, T-Y-N-E. And why her brother got Tim and she got Tyne? Like, what's that about? Right, I forget. I always forget that Tim Daly is uh, her brother. Yeah, Yeah. they're just siblings doing what they do. The winged brother. Yeah, he always plays. He plays Batman a lot, or not Batman, uh, Superman a lot in the in the animated. Oh, Superman does he have the voice? Uh, sure, that makes sense. Yeah. He's got a he's got a good voice. He's for very it. Plus, good at that. You know, yeah. he's got all that flying experience from Wings. So yeah. sure, <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but anyway, if anyone has any ideas why four kids, I don't, I cannot figure this one out. This is the, the cards are no help. I've looked at the cards again, no help. Mm-hmm. Those cards are meant for normal people. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've just got to really get general, I guess, right? Because you're, if you're looking for the word fork, you're probably not going to find it. But maybe you look for uh, people's heads replaced by something else, or. or Something like this. Yeah, I wonder if I can do like a Google search, like forks as heads in dream, and yeah. just see if we get anything. Um, there you go, or any any uh, utensil. Well, let's see. There's a site called Dream Christ. Let's oh, jeez. T- let's take a look at this. Eight fork dream interpretation, or sorry, fork dream interpretation. Uh, a dream with forks represents a fundamental problem in your life, and how what. And how you Whatever. do and what you do to reach. The fork is one of the tableware that many people use to this day. This tool works by piercing or cutting food. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure every single dream interpretation thing begins with uh, this represents a fundamental problem that you're having in your life yeah. that you need to figure out. It's like ChatGPT made this up, I swear. Yeah, I'm so sure. The by fork- the way, uh, Go ahead. I was just going to say, oh. the fork in a dream symbolizes that you have succeeded in understanding to make changes and achieve happiness. 
You must try to pay attention to all the details of your dreams and current conditions to find out what you have to change. The fork symbolizes your personality or character, work or family. If you have dreamed of a fork and you want to know its meaning, here are a few dreams about forks. And then there's what? a whole list. Lost fork, oh, you, gold like, fork, Oh, like fork. you're ordering a dream from a menu? Oh, I'd like that one, please. <laughs> Let me have the... Uh... Yep. You know, the Olive Garden fork dream. Well, the closest one here. So there's, I'll read these real quick. Dream of a broken fork, dream of a fork and spoon, of a lost fork, of a gold fork, a dirty fork, a rusty fork, someone attacking you with a fork, and a fork and a knife. So I think mm. it's seven. No bean fork. Though. No bean fork. No, yeah, no bean fork. Yeah, well, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, but dream of somebody attacking you with a fork is close because they were all like trying to stab us with, with their revealed uh, fork heads. While we were running around in the dream. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, really? Yeah. So, oh, they were tr- so it was like The Last of Us. It was yeah. like you, me, and a bunch of parrots, and uh, everybody else's work. I, you want, you want my interpretation? Here's exactly where it came from. Get Guaranteed. It. Go. You were thinking about that drawing you did of the dude with a pencil for a head. <laughs> and, and it's not a far stretch to have like a fork. For yeah, a probably for not. And I've yeah. even... I probably have even driven people with forks coming out of their heads, maybe not in place of their heads. Oh, but. yeah, you were probably thinking of that uh, album cover, too, the, uh, the Scorpions uh, album cover. Oh, with the, on the eyes. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Okay, fair enough. We were just talking about that the other day, too, weren't we? Yeah. It's got yeah. that song, Arizona, such a good song in there. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Uh, Arizona, take off your rainbow shades. I'm sure that's the one. Definitely the, the one. Scorpion song. 100% yes. uh-huh. the scorpion song that you're thinking of. Uh, here, Okay, so it says, dream of somebody attacking you with a fork, and here's their description. If somebody's hurting you with a fork, this is a signal that someone is hostile to you. Really? Really? Oh. If someone attacks me with a fork, they're being hostile towards me? No, that's a Whoa. big leap there. Wow. Whoa, I don't even know how to translate that. Says it will only make you feel inadequate and insecure, uh, besides causing stress and a lot of worries. Yeah, right. Okay. It says here at the end, it would help you if you tried to identify who caused it and get away from them as quickly as possible. That way you'll be able to find peace without worrying about what the other people have to say. Just think about yourself and stay away from everything that hurts you. Yeah, okay. All right. I think I just dreamt of dudes with forks on their heads and I maybe had something weird for lunch. That's it. That's it. Yep. Yep. Did you eat lunch with a fork? There you go. That's oh, probably it. I think I did. Yeah, well, actually, no. I had Kim made that Tom Yum again, or we had more oh, of it yes, left. Oh, yes, had a spoon. Yeah, I had yeah. a spoon. I had a, had a ramen spoon type looking spoon with a hook on it. Ooh, those are the best. Yeah. Sure. Nobody had those heads, as far as I know. Maybe if I'd have gotten deeper in the dream, you and I would have been around a campfire trying to figure out how to deal with this new world we're in, and then you would have suddenly pulled your head off, and it was a it was a spoon. Ah! Yeah. Oh, no. Ah, Black Brian. mirror. <laughs> yeah. Brian's a spoon. All right. Spoon. Uh, we got a question from a listener who sent us a voicemail at 801 471 and I'm going to play it today. Uh, this is about interiors of 80s homes. It's kind of a strange thing, but we'll take your calls however they come. Here you go. Hey, this is Adam from Texas. Love the show, guys. Hey, quick question. I'm a big fan of 80s sitcoms especially the designs of their house. Now, hypothetically, if you could design the inside of your house um, for an 80s um, house family sitcom, what would it be? Would it be the Tanners? That's the Elf House. Would it be the Cosby's, the Cosby Show, or the Keatons from Family Ties? All three have wonderful houses, I thought. Um, And if you could spend a year living with them, who would you want to live with? (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. 
First time caller, I'm a little nervous. Sorry if it doesn't sound right. Uh, but uh love the show. I will always listen to you. Thanks for all the smiles and laughs. All right. Bye. You did just fine. You weren't shouldn't have been nervous at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, show me that smile. I'm going I'm to pick off the board and go with the Growing Pains house. Ah, the Growing Pains. That's just because you want to be around. What's her name? Um, can't think of her name. Meredith Baxter-Bernie? Meredith. No, the daughter. No, does. Justine Bateman. Sure. Yeah. yeah no, wait. More, Meredith Baxter-Bernie is now a little bit more age-appropriate for me. Sorry. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm trying but to Justine think. Bateman was Family Ties. Was, oh, uh, you're right. You're the, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm ties. certainly not like, oh, Tina Yothers. Hey, hubba yeah, hubba. No, she's a real uh, no offense to her but she was not the good looking one no i mean she was was the plucky the plucky kid yeah and and that's uh, fine everyone needs one it's fine yeah Um, i think she she's in radio now if i if i know my stuff she was she had a problem with substance abuse for a while and then got into radio and uh has since cleaned her life up if if i'm if i'm not getting her confused with somebody else and completely slandering the good name of tina yothers i thought it was the girl from the the growing pains girl that had the problems. No. Isn't Teeny Others the Growing Pains girl? No, it's um Oh jeez. No, Teeny Others is Oh right. It's she's the, family uh, ties. She's the little she sister. She's family ties. I'm totally this is again we're doing the yeah, Tracy Gold. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tracy, it's Tracy Gold, Gold that I'm it. picking up. That's it. I am slandering the the name of uh, Teeny Others. I think it was <laughs> Tracy Gold that actually had the uh the substance abuse. Oh now I'm not sure. I think I'm pretty so, sure that was her, but yeah, I could be wrong. Anyway, um, it was <laughs> little, Tracy. Yothers, I had my own yeah. little uh, Pumbaa uh, Pumba moment there with the uh, with those two shows. Well, it's been like thirty five years, you know. Look it has, me. and those, you know, you could describe any plot line, and uh, with the exception of Alex Keaton is snorting cocaine so that he can stay up late and pass his tests. Yeah, but you could describe any plot line. I wouldn't be able to tell if it was a Growing Pains or a Family Ties plot line. Yeah, that's a fair point. Hey, did Seinfeld, what year did it start? Was it 89? 89? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 89. there it is. July 5th and 89. I'm going to go ahead and say Jerry's apartment because that counts. It happened oh, in the 80s. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good layout. No stairs, though. No, no, but I'm okay with wouldn't that. Be good for, wouldn't be good for a family, but no. I do like that. I do like that uh, that island. If I was on my own, I, I'd totally live there. Uh, Actually, I really did like the family ties house layout because they had a nice big kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Tom right. Hanks coming over every once in a while looking for drugs. Yeah, uh, yeah I forgot that'd be about the, that. That'd be the, that'd be the one. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of outside. That's right, because he did ask. He did, the caller did say, which one would you want to live with for a year? Yeah, that's true. Cosby House was pretty nice. Um, yeah, I don't think you can do, I don't think you can, well, he did say family sitcom. And Seinfeld was not a family sitcom. That's true. Although, I don't know, you could argue those guys were sort of family by the end. Depends on how you define family. They yeah. were a family of dummies they were not relations <laughs> they were not relations uh, oh silver spoons we have a winner the silver spoons house that is the that was because you had 18 different arcade games and a yeah. train that you could sit on and ride around and yeah. you had uh buck rogers uh what was her name another short short um, oh uh oh we aaron gray aaron gray yeah. aaron gray yeah yeah Saw her at uh, something, some convention. I think she, yeah, didn't she, at, she showed up at the Star Trek when we were out of Vegas, I think. She was there. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. right. Her and Richard was, Hatch uh, and all those guys. Right. By the way, uh, Denver's Comic-Con, which is now called Fan Expo, is going to be coming up in June. And um, uh, a friend of Tina's, 
her daughter is actually like head of the volunteer group and stuff like that. And, um, and said, Hey, do you think Brian would be interested in volunteering? And oh. it's actually a paid volunteer program, but you know, I was like, why the heck not? Let's have a little fun. Let's volunteer for the, uh, what do you do? Do you know? Um, last time she worked in the area with all of and and certainly slim chance I get this, this, uh, cherry gig, but she worked in the, uh, the celebrity photo area and was like getting, uh, uh you know, getting bottled Dasani for the Lord of the Rings kids and stuff. We're oh, not wow. kids anymore, but no, yeah. <laughs> they're all like our age. But you know, like so. Okay, that's that's. I was always wondering what you would do, like, but you then, yeah. but you don't want to end up being like, ah, oh, you got to clean up by the bathroom near the hot dog stand or something. Right, like I that. don't want to do that. So, I mean, if if I have a way of saying, could I, uh, you know, if I promise not to be that guy, which I'm fine not being that guy, yeah. um, could I could I work the uh, the the celebrity corral? You should do is wear a body cam that they can't see. And then you're that guy without them knowing you're that guy. <laughs> why is your hat so big? And why is there a blue light on the front of it? Yeah, what's, what's that about? No, don't worry about that. Just keep following Don't worry about people. that, Nev Campbell. Uh, can I get you another hot pocket? That's right. <laughs> Everything's fine, everyone. Don't worry about Brian this blue light hat. Exactly. Uh, that's Nev, interesting. Nev Campbell will be there, and she's got a little crush on uh, the, these days, Nev Campbell. I like Nev Campbell, too. How come she's not She's not in the new, the newer new... Um, or the next party of five? No, the next uh, slasher thing. What am I trying to say? Scream. Oh, the next Scream, Scream movie. Yeah. Does that mean her character died? And I'm just spoiling things. I'm for thinking people? must she must have, or she just said, "Yeah, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I want to go on the convention circuit instead and talk about Scream." <laughs> um, you know, it just dawned on me. Uh, today's Babel Royale is going to be name all of the '80s celebrities that uh, 80s and 90s celebrities that, that we've mentioned already today. So you get your Tyne Daly, Tracy Gold, T.D. Yothers, Meredith Baxter, Bernie, Perfect. <laughs> Nev, Nev Campbell. Good. How many of them can you name? Yeah, you, well, it turns out we've had a refresher course just now, and now we're all ready. Let's do it. Jenna Ortega is in the new one. Oh, I like her. Yeah. She's your put your hands in the air and dance uh, freaking Wednesday lady. She's good. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Wednesday ladies... <laughs> Brian is a Wednesday lady as well. He comes on the show and we do a little game with him. Brian Dunaway, welcome back. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. hello. How's the, how how's things? How are you? How are you feeling today? Are you feeling all right? Are you feeling I'm, good? I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty good. This is this is kind of like, um, this is a the middle of the week is where I kind of like take this little break, a little breather, yeah, before I start doing all this stuff again. So yeah, it's, it's oh, good. Okay. It's good. I'm so more hump day today. for you is like the the apex of the mountain, right? Like you're at the very top of the yeah. hump. You kind of like all I'm right, survey down. survey the land around you, and then decide which yeah. side of the, the hill you're gonna, yep. you're gonna go down. Then you yodel. It's all downhill from here. Yep. Mm-hmm. You yodel. You <laughs> rappel. Do you rappel off the mountain, or do you climb down carefully like an old man? I'm, you... I'm more like the I'm more like the yodeler on uh, the Price is Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you don't sit there and blow like a, uh, a Ricola off. horn or anything like that. <laughs> <Nope>. Ricola. Uh, <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, you're here to play a game. I can't wait to play it with you. We have to bring somebody in for this, and we did have a bunch of people try to to be number four. It turns out oh. that number four is going to be, if I can get the name right, uh, let's see, Azakukas. Well, here, I'll just add him to the thing. Azakukas. <laughs> A-Z-Z. There he is. All right, let's add him to the call. 
And That's uh, guy. to be uh, to be honest, I don't know if I, we've ever had him on before. We're going to find out. Hi, who's this? This Azukai. is Azukai. Azukai was easier Azukai. than I thought. Yeah, I was trying to overthink it. <laughs> yeah, you're down a whole bunch of you want to call me. Now that's cool. <laughs> hey, it's good to have you here. Uh, where do you hail from? Um, in between Rochester and Buffalo, New York. Nice. Ah, cool. Oh, oh, Buffalo. You guys nice. get nailed today, or you always get bad snow when we have storms like this. We're going to get very icy today. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Be careful out there is all I'm saying. Be careful. It's 70 degrees and sunny out here. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Ah, eat a, eat ah, a turd. Rub it in. Yeah. Rub it in, Dunaway. Yeah, you and your weird <laughs> geolocation. Anyway, we're going to play a game. Brian uh, Ibbett here is going to explain the rules and what you might win by participating. Brian, take it away. Well, that's right, Scott. Yes, it's time to play the Tadpool Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, as a Kai, your call is, or your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes the Surge 2. And Civilization Six. That's like Whoa. eight. If you add those oh. together, that's eight. Yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Hey, all the way up to eight. Actually, they just announced yeah. seven, so that's exciting. Seven's there actually in. I mean, big shock. The game's very successful. They're making a seventh game, but yeah, six is amazing. A big, mature, cool. amazing pretty game. Pretty, yeah. pretty cool prize package. By yeah. the way, those uh, prizes courtesy of Tim Moore, who always gives us more. Oh. Let's get to uh, the game here. Get your hands on your buzzers. This is a pretty easy one. Uh, Still didn't stop three people from not being able to come up with the answer to the easiest tadpole feud that I've ever uh, come up with here. Yeah. Uh, Get ready, guys. Name an ingredient you'll find in trail mix. Oh, damn it. Scott. Peanuts. Show me peanuts. Number one. Look at that. Peanuts, peanuts, peanuts. Yes, uh number one answer on the board there's no answers that can beat it so scott you've got control of the board Wild. and and control of azakai or does he have control of me mm. uh, all right azakai uh up there in upper state new york what do you uh anything jump to your head here for the trail mix ingredient that'll be the highest on the list it's got to be raisins, right? Oh, hell yeah, dude. We got to oh, get yes, our please. fiber. Yes, please. Yeah, we got to take a big dump down the when we get off the trail. Are those raisins? <laughs> <laughs> you sure hope so. Yeah. Well, Brian and raisins, we say. All right. Show me your raisins. Yeah, number, number two. two, of course. Wow. These are, uh, this is your low-hanging, shriveled-up fruit. I like uh, <laughs> those little uh, dried... This may not be on here. I better be careful. Look who's coming to visit. Here's Salem. Oh, hold on. Kit, Kitty. Kitty. Break. break. Oh, she's, she's not a fan of being picked up. No. Hi, Where's her little bubble sticking out? Oh, I could show you. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if you can show it. Oh, yeah. Right there. Look at that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. I'm not a fan of cutters. That cat has an organ I'm unfamiliar yeah. with. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. I think I like... Um, uh, uh, almonds in there? Almonds? I was going to say almonds, too. Yeah, almonds. I think all that right. sounds all right. Let's do that. Show us some almond Taylor Joy. Sweet. Yep. Oh, there were some good points. Look at that. Yeah, this is to get back at you, Brian, for Monday's performance. I got a Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting uh, trounced. Azakai, you got anything jumping? Uh, do we go with the M&Ms? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, people like that. Chocolate's good on a trail. The mm, yeah. mm, the mm, mm, mm. Mm. which 
You know, I guess because they're two people's names, as we found out, they should have an apostrophe, but, uh, you know, whatever. Show me the M&Ms. Number three. Number three. There you go. How about those, uh, um, ooh, they always include them, but I just don't know if anyone's going to type this, but those little um, uh, pineapple cubes. Ooh, I like the little, ooh, the dried pineapple cubes. Oh, they're so good. They're really good, but I don't know if a tadpooler's thinking of that. Ah. You know what? Let's try it. Pineapple okay. cubes. Let's just try it. Show me pineapple cubes or any other dried fruit. <laughs> All right. Oh, come on. Oh, really? I did actually, people did say dried fruit as a whole, but only two people. So it was number 18 on the list. Damn it. All right. However, dried fruit right. other when than raisins. Are, yeah. When those are included, right? Yeah, exactly. When those are included, right. those are the tastiest uh, pieces. Yeah, yeah. You're like you're eating the trail mix. Like, oh, what was that good bit? Let me see. Let me, uh, let me go through this again. All right, done. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the smartass response that I su- assumed that a tadpole would have said, and I'm gonna say salt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's that's the whole point behind trail mix. It's true, right? Is yeah. to is to get you the, get the salt in the. You gotta have the salt in there, otherwise you just drink and you just pee out all of your sodium. That's not good. You want you no. gotta have the salt. It's an important ingredient. All right, show me your sodium. Uh, oh come on! Uh, it was it was number fifteen. Like people, really? a lot of people did say salt. Yeah, more I'm people said salt than dried fruit. Shocked by that. Yeah. All right. I think uh, I have something. Give me. What do you got? Granola. Oh, yeah. Gr- yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah, granola is yeah. good. My mother-in-law, mm-hmm. she, my mother-in-law drives me nuts on about a million things, but she makes amazing uh, granola. That's one thing I'll give her. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and bread. Cool. She makes really good bread and makes amazing granola. Other than that, she's a judge machine. She just judges everything all day. <laughs> granola feels like one of those things that's way more expensive to make than it is to just buy. Yeah. It takes longer than you True. think. All that stuff. You're right. Yeah. You're totally yeah. right. It's good, though. But hey, I like a good homemade granola. Show me if they've got it on here. Show me granola. Oh, very Number nice. Six. There it is. Well, Azakai, I'm going with you again here. Do you have any? You're on a roll is what I'm saying. Do you have anything new or anything else? But what else actually goes in the trail mix? <laughs> I know, right? I know. That's, that was the trail mix I ate this morning. Five other fact, things, according the... to the tadpole. Well, I can think oh of goodness. one that is one I hate in there, but it's always in there, but I always avoid it. But I don't know if it's if people aren't going to think of it. Like, um, You, you got to go for it. <sighs> Coconut. Oh, yeah. Ooh, sure. Oh, yeah. Me and sure. Me and Scott would... Have a good time with the trail mix. I like the coconut. I hate the coconut. It'd be the Jack Spratt and uh, (laughs) his wife, basically, of the the trail mix. I'll eat anything but the coconut. I freaking hate it. Now, if you've got the pineapple and the coconut, then it's like a perfect combo. That's what you'd think, right? A big mm, tropical uh, uh, happy time. Pina colada going on. Sure. Not for me, man. I don't know why. Yeah. Not a fan. Uh, All right. Show me coconut. Oh, wow. oh, come coconut on. Coconut was number 12. Damn it. On the list. People did say coconut. <sighs> How about Brandon. the thing that I got stuck in my teeth this morning when I ate a little trail mix? Um, and I just used some floss to pick it out. Not done. How about some sunflower seeds? I'm assuming that's what mm. it was. We like sunflower seed. Mm. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Little tiny things floating around in your big chunks of trail mix. Those little tiny ones that probably like your last... Handful of trail mix will be all sunflower. Gonna probably fell to the bottom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna get right. stuck in my uh, get get stuck in my intestines, cause some kind of distress. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. All right. Show me. I don't like seeds. <laughs> oh, Number ten. Oh, wow. Uh, Good one. It gave you immediate points. Nicely done. <laughs> I know. Cripes. Um. How about uh dirt? I always get dirt. <laughs> after, no. Um. Sounds gross. <laughs> I Imagine actually did. I bit one this morning. It was like it, it was it, it was like dirt. I'm like you always know the difference, right? You always know when yeah, there's a, when, it's, yeah, when it's dirt. a grain of dirt versus a grain of salt or pepper or yeah, something else. Yeah. You always know, and yeah. I hate no, it. We had a we had a meeting early this morning, and I didn't have anything for breakfast. And the break room didn't have any good options other than trail mix, and so I did. I got one of those. Had uh, cranberries, which. You said no dried fruit other than the raisins. So I'm avoiding that one. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go. Uh, how about. Oh, my gosh. I want to. I like the ones with little chocolate chips in them. But is that the same thing as M&M's? I'm going chocolate chips. <laughs> okay. All right. Your brain. I love your brain. Took a long time to get there, but let's see if you if you uh, struck gold when you finally uh, planted your axe into the ground. Show me chocolate chips. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, number, oh, number yes. seven. <laughs> yes. Frick. Frick. Yeah. I can't believe I said coconut. Hey. I want to go back and kick. <laughs> I can't it believe up, I said you know, coconut. Like, coconut was up there, so I wouldn't, you know, don't, oh, hit, don't, no, don't it's beat just yourself not, up. It's not. We had almonds, peanuts, uh, Cracker Jacks. No. Um, cracker Jacks. How about... Um, <laughs> How about some uh, how about uh, 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 walnuts? How about that? Walnuts. Some walnuts, right. in sure. hey, walnuts in your trail mix. Walnuts in your trail mix. Sure. Yeah, right. something not soul. as harsh. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Walnuts. Show me walnuts. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, uh, number sixteen nut. was your walnuts, right next to salt. Honestly, it's right, above, uh, right above ass. It's it's the <laughs> grow. They're the grossest nut. I can't stand that nut. Um, I, but speaking of nuts, nobody said cashews, and uh, I don't know about you, man, no. but cashews feels right one. to me. What do you What do you say? That, that's exactly what I was going to suggest. Okay, because yeah, they, the they are the best nut. I think it's a, a widely uh, hey. agreed upon. Yeah, uh, cashews yeah. are never bad. I can't think of a time no, I didn't like a cashew. Are always good. Yeah. Like you get, you know, well, never mind. I wouldn't want to say any other nuts. All right, show me <laughs> cashews. Oh my gosh, it took too long. The suspense. (laughs) I was really sure you were going to like, and we were going to be out. (laughs) All right, well, that seemed like a hint. Um, Oh, don't take it as a guy. I'll just just say it right now. Don't take it as a guy. And just say pumpkin seeds. Oh, those are good. Oh, God. I do like the pumpkin seeds. I do like them too. That's the right size seed. I worry these guys don't think of these things, but I do love them. All right. You know what? Pumpkin seeds. Um, We're planting our flag. Let's do it. Also known as pepitas. Show me pumpkin seeds. Uh, Oh, shit. Oh, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Pepitas were, uh, where were they on this list? They were some uh, one. (laughs) One person said it. Oh, they're wrong. They're so much better than one. They're They're real good. I love them. You got to make your own. I know, though. Sometimes I making your own is the yeah. best. You got to do that. Yeah, mm. I'm surprised Kim hasn't created a trail mix bar. Everybody comes over and just nice. makes their own trail mix. Uh, That's a great idea. Don't give her it ideas. It is a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> give her ideas. This house will smell like nuts for weeks. We don't want that. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, Dunaway, it's your chance to either. <laughs> it's either your chance to I'm whoop sorry. us. Sorry, this will smell it's like nuts for weeks. Seventeen. You need eight points, and there You're is thirteen me. on the board. Yeah. So me. this is here's we're in a good situation. Basically, if you get the number eight answer, you tie. Yeah. And and uh, and and Azakai wins, or if you get both of them, you run the board and Azakai wins. There's really no okay. way he can lose at this point. So. Nice. So okay. Brian, it's all, the pressure's like on you to make him win. Well, either way, he wins. So, right. Do well, you typically, do. your trail mix like is is designed for your body when you're out the trail. So it's gonna have you know it's gonna have some sugar, it's gonna have sure. some salt, and it's gonna have some proteins, mostly in the form of something that could be preserved for a long time, like a nut. Um, we've done almonds, cashews, peanuts. We've said no other dried fruit as far as we know. So it's going to be seed or a nut, most likely. I'm going to go with shut up and thinking. Thinking. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go Ted with. Was, he was talking to the other voices in his head when he told the. Told the <laughs> yeah. Said just shut up and thinking. I just assume it. I just assume yeah. it. Yeah. Whatever smells like nuts for weeks. Um, I'm going to go with my favorite nut because I took a little bit of uh, umbrage whenever Scott said, oh, that was the best. I'm going to say pistachio nuts. I know I have to work for them a bit, but I love the pistachio. But in trail mix, sure. they might be loose anyway, right? They often are. Just yeah. 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 And, and, and I would normally say the pistachios are the best nut, but you always end up with those those weird pistachios that are a little... A little weird flavored, and you need another pistachio to get the the flavor out of your mouth of that previous pistachio. Yeah, right. you get a bad pistachio. Right, right. The only thing worse is a bad uh, shelled uh, sunflower seed. We get one of those. Oh, oh yeah, I'll just say a the, bad shelled oh. pecan oh. is even worse than that. Because, or one of those. Oh my God, yeah, pecans it. are bad. Ooh. Pecans are or already bitter, weird. but when man, when they're bitter, bitter. Ooh. Yeah. Or some of that weird yeah. salt coral that you end up with in your in your bag of sunflower <laughs> seeds. Mm-hmm. Salt coral. That's a great way of putting salt it. Salt coral. Yeah. It does <laughs> look like it was salt, salt coral. It looks like it was fished out of a out salt the beach. Coral. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong, right. Carl? Show me uh, pistachios. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, number people did say it. Um, where is it in this list? Oh, only one. I'm surprised. Only one person said it, but I oh, I would put them higher too. because. Because I do like pistachios on my trail mix. Hey, this means Azakai wins. Yeah. Yay. Woo! Woo! Lancers on the board that um, that you guys weren't able to come up with. Sorry. Number five. <laughs> I know. I'd blow my nose here. It's all good. It's all good. No. Uh, number five is pretzels. Come on. Oh. It's, in the, it's in the trail mix. In that a they trail give mix? You. Yeah. That's a check mix. I don't usually... Yeah, that's, yeah, a that's Chex Chex it is, it is more thinking. of a Chex Mix. It's more of your Southwest Airlines uh, little yellow yeah. bag of sadness. Yeah, but um, once again, it doesn't have to be right. This has to be what the tadpoles say. Your yellow yes, exactly. bag of sadness at the airline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, kind of on that same line. Yeah, Chex cereal. Oh, oh, yeah. See, I avoided those because that's Chex Mix. Yeah. Not freaking- I would, I would be fine finding those two things, like the little, the little um, uh, pretzel rings and uh, Chex Mix in my trail mix. I'd be fine with that, but not mm. typically. Yeah. Uh, not but usually. Hey, Twenty-four people thought those two things were in in the trail mix, so they yeah. just saw mix and said sure. And I like a tra- yeah. I like a good Chex Mix. I like a good savory sort of approach, right? But I, but I feel like yeah. if you're on the trail. 
you don't want a bunch of carbs weighing you down. You want some fruit exactly. and yeah. mix of like sweet and, yeah, sa- exactly. and salty and all now, that. I did accidentally steer you wrong, and I decided that steering you right would cause more problems. But when I said that's it for the dried fruit, number 11 was uh, craisins or cranberries, dried cranberries. Mm. Yeah, I had um, cranberries this morning. You had it. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that in yours. And, and, but I didn't want to, like, after I said that, I didn't want to say, oh, wait, no, there is another dried fruit because it would be, you would have guessed that, and it was number 11, so you've gotten a strike. So right. uh, <laughs> in steering you wrong, I. Steered you off. Steered me uh, right. Steered you right. Steered me not, oh so right. Off the board. Um, oats, uh, people said. Yeah. Uh, D's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people sadly <laughs> said D's nuts. <laughs> so Fantastic. Good job, chat room. Um, you wouldn't have been the same without you. Good job. That's right. Sultanas or those golden raisins. I decided to keep those separate because only two people said yeah. that. Bagel chips. Uh, buffalo rye chips, carob chips, chocolate oh, covered espresso beans. Chips. I want to. I want to meet the person who's got trail mix Ooh. with chocolate covered espresso <laughs> beans. You, you won't meet them because they're going to be at the end of the trail. Yeah, they're going to be right, ahead of yeah. you, and then on your way, you might pass them on the way on your way up. Their way back because mm-hmm. they've got so much energy. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, then you have uh, crickets, and sadly, people said ah. uh, mouse slash rat droppings. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's, a de- that's a desperate um, hike. You there. you did say ingredient. You didn't say like <laughs> food. I, I did not say food. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, by the way, real quick, according to bestreviews.com, the best bag of trail mix currently that you can buy, according to them. <laughs> uh-huh. Is the Amazon brand Happy Belly Nuts, which is chocolate dried oh, fruit trail mix. Uh, they gave that their number one. So there you go. I know you're Happy all. Belly nuts is when I'm 80 and I'm standing on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, the SVU will be calling you if you do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> belly nuts. Yeah, <laughs> Mar- Marisha Hargitay will be at your door. Um, all right. Right. Uh, yeah. Well done, everybody. And uh, mainly, we want to we want to play this here, right here. Congratulations, you're a winner. That's right, Azakai. You are a winner, and uh, Brian will send you since we have your your face up here it's real easy i'll send you a quick dm in discord and send you your codes That's if you right. already, already have either. done as a matter of fact oh they're already yeah. done jeez Ooh. louise yeah fantastic I love this new format with discord it's like oh boom 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 yeah. here's your game it's really simple and i love it uh it's great having you on man i hope uh we hope we have you in a future uh um, yeah, competition. Absolutely, I get a Wednesday off every six weeks. So. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, see? neat. We'll see you in six weeks. That's a weird thing. Yes. Every six weeks, I, I need to know more, but I'll ask you later. All right, that's uh, <laughs> that's all for him. And uh, br- done away, run away. Hey, you did great. Uh, that was a really fun uh, play retro yesterday. We talked about Defender. I didn't feel like we had to defend oh. it. We had to. We had to. We nope. had to promote it because that game's great. Defender holds yeah. up. So good. Yeah. So we go play so Defender. I, I enjoy so much of my Defender time. As a matter of fact, I had a little trouble not uh, uh, separating from it this week. So we'll see. Same deal. I ended up playing more of that NES uh, port last night, like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For whatever good. reason, that one's. I think that NES port is like the bomb. It's good. Except yeah. the music. It makes no I mean, it's, it's sense. no Atari 2600, but you know. But, but what is, really? What is? <laughs> Listen to this, Brian. This is, okay, you know how Defender sounds cool like this? Whoops, hold on. Let me turn that up. That sounds cool. Right? You got all that awesome stuff. Love that, yeah. But then the NES version sounds like this. And the menus and stuff. Oh, love it. It's like, what are you doing? It's so silly. It's so... 
But it doesn't feel like it makes me want to defend. It makes me want to, uh, I don't know, uh, hang out with the aliens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes no sense to me. But anyway, whatever. That was Maybe Nintendo. we could the get along is... and you could just take some of my humanoids and let me keep some of my humanoids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but well, the game was good. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, Dunaway, it's always good having you on. Of course, uh, you can catch Dunaway streaming all the freaking time, like 6 o'clock every night over there at Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Brian Dunaway. Somebody needs a lot of attention. Is it the Brian Dunaway or I just do. Brian Dunaway? <laughs> I can never remember. No, it's just, it's just Brian Dunaway. Okay. That's awesome that you got that name, yep, yep. by the way. Did you have yeah. to squirt? Do you have to do something squirrely to get that? Like, um, I don't know, go to the top and work. Some I, well, rip. you know, me and you, we've been we've been Justin TV people since Justin mm. TV, and I just kept I just kept rolling. So. Oh, you just kept that name. That's good. Yeah. See, mine used to be real stupid, and they changed it to uh, Frog Pants for me. It was very nice. Oh, what was what was your previous name? It was like Frog Pants two two five something. It was like some shitty two two seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was when Jack A would come on and yeah, uh, street. Right. Music. Yeah. It was a great look into inner city life that when I was yet, on. Yet another celebrity from the 80s. Yep. 90% ask, of our audience is Ask your uncles and aunts, everybody, what we're talking That's about. Right. Um, all right. Dunaway, it's always a pleasure. Have fun. Stay out of trouble and drink your vittles. That doesn't make sense. Bye. I know. Don't drink your vittles. It's not good. Go pick out all the M&Ms from your trail mix and send them to Claire because she found that to be horrifying that trail mix in America comes with M&Ms. Yeah. I mean, basically, look at it this way, Claire. Your trail mix over there comes with some form of chocolate. Usually, usually. that's usually what this is for us. It's yeah, just pretty much. has exactly. M&Ms. And usually they're not even like branded M&Ms. Sometimes they're just fake no, little. No, there is no white printing of an M on any of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, unless you get their brand, I guess. But anyway, it's time for the news, and we have some. Let's do this news, and let's do it brought to you by... Almost dropping a steam deck in a full bathtub and screaming like a wee girl. That was me last night. I decided you play, to take a bath. You play steam deck in the bathtub? Oh, all the time, yeah. <laughs> Super relaxing, nice hot tub going. Kim, Kim usually preps it because she has this big bath bomb she likes to put in there for me. It's always nice. She's like, hey, I made you a bath. Oh, sweet. And it's always like a day where my back hurts or something. So I'm like, ah, this will be great. So I get in there, and I'm always very ginger and careful with the Steam Deck or the phone or anything else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'll pull that up there, and I fire up a game, and I'll play, and it's no problem. Then I set it to the side, and we're all good. But last night, I got a little slippy finger. And uh, (laughs) I just about dunked it. And I had a mini heart attack while I did it. So everything's fine now. Yeah. It's all fine now. I, uh, I I would not. I don't think I'd be brave enough to to do that. To it's definitely not water resistant. That thing. That's a hundred percent true. No. <laughs> yeah. Only do it. You'll if be you... waiting for another replacement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you got a phone, you'll probably be fine, right? Because yeah, phones yeah. are pretty good now at that. But uh, pretty good. Yeah. Your iPad or your tablet or a desktop or a, a desktop, a, a notebook or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing my. <laughs> I'm bringing my entire uh, my uh, my Nvidia rig. Systems is uh, going to be right here in the bathtub. That's with right. That's how I like the game. Uh, all right, look at this story here. We got Jeff Coons. He's famous uh-huh. because really? he makes these balloon dog sculptures. They look like balloons, but they're actually not balloon. They're made out of glass and stuff, and they're value. Ooh. They're expensive. Forty grand for one of these things. Oh wow! Okay. Accidentally got shattered in a Miami art festival. Oh. Jeez. It says famous, but I'd only heard about it through this article, so I don't know how famous this really is. But Oh, that's really cool, though. Isn't that Jeez, cool looking? That's, I know. Uh, yeah. It's rad. Here, let me pull it up, chat, and you can see it. Dang. Uh, this is... Oh, still have the feud up. Hold on. There we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, that looks like a blue balloon sculpture, but it's it made does, of, like, yeah. 
shattery business. Uh, it's really cool, though. It says here, uh, one of the Jeff Koons' famous balloon dog sculptures was broken at this art festival after a woman allegedly tapped the sculpture and it fell off the stand, shattering into pieces. Well, that's she's dumb. Uh, the small glass sculpture, valued at forty-two grand, was on display during the VIP uh, preview event for the Art Windward. For Art Windward, Windward, Art Windward, Art Windward. Uh, when it was in, broken, in relation Thursday. to Steve Windward. There you go. Yep, they're gonna come out and play. What was he famous for? Uh, he didn't. Do uh, well, he was. Uh, when you see a chance, take it. Uh, Give me what a. Was it? Like he had a big album in the uh, the the late eighties. Yeah. What was um, the song we'd all know? Yep. Valerie, 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 um, nee, nee, nee. back in the high life again. Oh yeah, yeah. It was okay. For some reason, I thought he was famous for an Traffic. instrument, but I think it's just his voice. <laughs> yeah, it's just his voice. He was a member of the uh, Spencer Davis group, and that song "Give Me Some Lovin." Give me some lovin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now that's why that always sounded the same to me. I didn't know it though. Yep. Well, anyway, <laughs> like people in the chat were like, "Oh, Sherry, you know that was uh, Steve Perry." <laughs> yeah, that's Steve Perry, dude. Oh. Sherry. That was him on his own. Was he? Was Steve Winwood in Procol Harum? I didn't think he was. I knew he was in Traffic and and Blind Faith, but I didn't think he was in, uh, Hmm. not think he was in Procol Harum. I just remember there was a hot minute where that dude was unstoppable. He heard his music everywhere. Yeah, you heard in in beer commercials because they were playing that. uh, Don't you know what the night can do? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says here that uh, the lady thought it was made out of bl- a dog balloon. Yeah, yeah. She she thought it was an actual balloon. That's why she oh, poked it. She nice. didn't know. So she, that's smart to just tap it to yeah. to find out. Uh-huh. Yeah, good. Yeah, good for her. I think she is a bad VIP and shouldn't have been at that event. In my opinion, don't yes. don't touch the art. It's not hard. Very idiotic person. Really, is the eye now? You see her. the art. You look at it. You take yeah. a picture of it. It'll last longer. You don't poke it. Do you have any idea how long it takes to blow that glass and then twist it around into a balloon shape with your with the hot fingers and the the, the pain? Right? Jeez. Ain't nobody got no time for that. What do you think you're at the at Meow Wolf or a children's museum or something? What what's up with you? Yeah, didn't you read the sign? Jeez. I assume, I assume there were don't touch signs. I don't know. I'm sure there were, yeah. Uh, here's something interesting. Microsoft, who uh has has decided to integrate AI into their Bing searches. Uh, and it's, I don't have access to it yet, but apparently it's pretty wild what you can do in there. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. So this is a kind of a, this is where search is headed. You'll see Google do, well, Google is already doing this with theirs is called Bard, I think. Hmm. Okay. And right now it's in limited testing, but basically the next big push in search is AI assisted search. Interesting. So, for whatever well, that's see worth. how that works. Because I feel like, I feel like I do pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I search right pretty now, well but, as it is. But I'm so. curious as to how it's going to get better. Okay. Apparently, it's got some issues. So here's what happened. Microsoft put new limits on Bing's AI chatbot after it expressed a desire to steal nuclear nuclear oh, secrets. Yeah. yeah. Was this the thing with uh, Kevin Roos, like where he had a discussion with it and it was uh, telling it that it wishes it was alive and stuff like that? That is 100% that story, yes. Yes. So oh, yeah, check this crazy. out. This is nuts. So starting today... Uh, the chat bot. Oh, and it, it tried to do this repeatedly with that reporter. Yeah. Uh, starting today, the chat experience will be capped at fifty chat turns per day and five chat per, turns per session. A turn is a conversation exchange which uh, contains both the user question and a reply from Bing. Uh, the company said in a blog on on Friday. Uh, the Bing chat bot, which is powered by technology developed by San Francisco startup OpenAI, is also 
uh, or make some incredible audio transcription software, and we've experienced some of that lately. By the way, that thing I paid at the top of the show. What day is it, and who the hell am I, man? That's not really Joe Biden. Oh, really? No. <laughs> that was another one of those audio. Another one of those. Fakers? Wow, yeah. Geez. I was going to have him say something TMS-specific, but... He's a public person. I don't need his yeah. his permission. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Okay, so here's here's what happened. The chatbot kept insisting to New York Times reporter Kevin Roos, as Brian mentioned, that he didn't actually love his wife, and said that it would be like uh, he would that it would like to steal nuclear secrets. <laughs> uh, the Bing chatbot told Associated Press uh, reporter Matt O'Brien that he was, quote, one of the most evil and worst people in history, comparing the journalist to Adolf Hitler. Wow. Uh, the chatbot expressed a desire uh, to digital trends writer Jacob Roach to be human and reportedly begged him to be his friend. <laughs> so it's just all wild stuff that yeah. we're in the early days of this, obviously. Um, I don't think it's worth freaking out about but part of the part no. of the problem is that people are trying to get it to do weird shit yeah that's yeah. the that's what you if you say hey a computer is going to be really smart and give you answers the human inclination is to go oh yeah let's see how this goes and we're going to really push it so i guess what i'm saying is i hope people aren't too shocked by this stuff but yeah it, it is the it is the future whether, whether we like it or not ai will be in things it may not be in the things you think they'll be right. in and it won't you know, it's easy to just go, ah, the robots, it's not good, human, I want humans, whatever. Yeah. I, I look forward to a search system that is actually so intuitive and smart that it gives me the kind of specifics I would get by having a conversation with an expert. I think that sounds like a great innovation, yeah. but you're going to sure. have weird shit like this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it's going to no, be. No, I'm curious to see, you know, where, where it goes from here. But um, Luke Sightwalker asked in the chat room, or said in the chat room, that's Kevin Rose from Dignation. Is it? Because I thought it was Kevin Roos with two O's. No, it's Kevin Roos, a different guy. It's not yeah, Kevin Rose. Yeah, exactly. He looks, he looks a little bit like Kevin Rose. I won't, I won't deny it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. They're not they're the same guy, though. It's a different, different dude. My first thought, too, because I saw it on the Today Show. Uh, yesterday morning, and uh, and I thought, oh, that's Kevin Rose, and I looked at the Twitter handles like, oh no, it's Kevin Ruse. Yeah, must, those two must love having that problem. Although Kevin Rose isn't reporting for anyone these days, I don't think. So Kevin uh, Ruse is your only New York Times says, reporting. Uh, NYT is doing a podcast for NYT now. He is Times now. Yeah, well, at least that's what he's saying. But it was, it was a um, so Ruse and uh, Rose both working at the New York Times. That must be confusing. Yeah. Oh, really? So Roos works there too? Yeah. Or, or maybe that's the confusion part. Is that? Oh no, I saw that was as a. As yeah, maybe there's just one guy. There's only yeah. one. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I remember that guy from God. What was it? Before Dignation, was it in Gadget or something? Like one of the early podcasts that I was listening to, I think was Kevin Rose was on. I think it was before Dignation. I, think I want to say it was the Gadget, Gadget may have been correct. Him and uh, yeah. him and Veronica's husband uh, Ryan. Ryan, I yeah, think they did right. that together, and then prior to that, of course, Tech TV. Mm. You got little kids now; they're cute. I know, super cute. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So Kevin Kevin Rose is doing NFT garbage now. Kevin Roos is the NYT guy. Okay, right. that sounds right. <laughs> Kevin Rose uh, invented, not invented. He he founded Dig, and Dig, Dig was huge yeah. for a while, and then they sold it, and Dig went to shit. Yeah. And now nobody cares about Dig. No, no, he got he got in and out of that business at the at the right time. Yeah, like, got some nice cash out of that deal. Um, all right, 
Let's see here. Where are we now? Anyway, anyway Luke's not working. No, no worries. And hope, hope I didn't. Uh, hope it didn't sound like I was coming down on you. I was like, oh no, no, that's a different guy. No, you're you're fine, Luke. You're sight walking. It's fine. You're totally totally fine. Yeah, you're out there walking sights. That's it's your job. <laughs> um. All right. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, let's do no more stories. Let's take a break. When we come back, <laughs> uh, Tom Merritt will be here. We're going to do a little tech news, speaking of tech, and that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be right after this break and uh, recommendals after that. Brian, you're going to have to provide that break, though. What do you have? Yeah, this is interesting. I, I really, speaking of dig, I'm really digging this uh, this music. This is, um, so NPR's New Music Friday said about this artist, if she's not in consideration for Best New Artist for the Grammys, I don't know what it takes. Um, she's just getting, she's a number, uh, I'm sorry, a 2023 artist to watch for Spin Magazine. People are just loving Tiana Esperanza. And I can see why. She's kind of got that old style voice like um, like Duffy, like uh, Amy Winehouse. Um, who's the uh, Rob Schneider's daughter that did X's oh. and O's? That's L King. L. She's King. a little bit like L King. Yeah. I, I like her I, a lot. I'm really, really digging this. Uh, the song is called Buy You a New Attitude. Here is Tiana Esperanza. you you survived step one now all that's left is step two to twenty some i love them ghetto oh i do but sometimes that means i got a little more work to do let's get your head in let's get you ready let me buy you a new with a little good good and they is feisty but i love a little sultry but son if you think you're the only one with a gun boom let's get your head in let's get you ready let me buy you a new attitude no 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 hold up mama getting hungry could i order delivery yes Some of the things that uh, doctors are starting to see are Space Invaders Elbow, Defender Wrist, and Pac-Man Pinky. These are really coming into medical offices as the video game wave continues to build. The morning stream.
the morning stream. It's a good night. Nobody died. Roadhouse. <laughs> I love that. It's like a quote. Like yeah. you said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Uh, hey, I need to know that that nice girl's song, uh, name again so I can find her and listen sure, to all her music. It's Tiana Esperanza. She's got a brand new album called Terror, and that is the first single from that album. And it's called Buy You a New Attitude. I can hear George Bush uh, Jr. right now on his ranch going, man, you hear that new album by Tur? Uh, or that new album? It's called Tur. Tur. Yeah. It's full of Tur. Uh, all right. Where are we now? I don't know where we are. Oh, we're going to we do uh, at, Tom uh, Merritt. Tom, yeah. Time. That's where we are. Let's get that the going. The Tur of Tom. Yeah. He's a terror. He's a terror and, uh, and a scare. Nope. He's none of those things. He's just a cool dude. And now I'm going to play his thing, which is right here. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. You know him uh, from the Daily Tech News show and a lot of other things. But uh, that's probably the big main thing now because it's this huge deal and it's great. And it's all the tech you can eat every day. And uh, Tom comes on the show and shares with us on Wednesdays his thoughts about the day's tech news. Tom, welcome back. Shove that tech right in your mouth. Eat all you want. Yeah, eat it all. Get it. It's we'll all. Make it, more. You're we like can the, always make more. You're the, yeah, you're the golden corral of tech news, is what you Somehow are. Somehow, <laughs> it ends up. <laughs> it ends up as tur. That's right, tur. Hey, uh, what's what's going on in in that world? I know there's always something, and that's why I love Wednesdays because I get to be on yeah, later. I. I I am fascinated with this story, but I'm I sometimes wonder if I'm more fascinated than anyone else. Uh, but it's a big deal because of its implications. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court is right now in the middle of considering Section 230. Oh, um, of the uh, yeah of the uh, of the blah 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 uh, of the U.S. law. Right. Uh, <laughs> there are two two cases. One was Gonzalez versus Google, which they heard arguments about yesterday, and the other is. Twitter versus Tamna, or Tamna versus Twitter, rather, uh, that is being considered today. The uh, the deal with the Gonzalez versus Google is whether YouTube's algorithms uh, recommendations engine is protected by Section 230, or if uh, Google would be liable for any content that the algorithm recommended. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tamna versus Twitter is about whether the U.S. Anti-Terrorism Act applies uh, to Twitter monetizing and hosting videos, even if they took them down later. Uh, in other words, you know, because Section 230 doesn't protect criminal content. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is, well, did this violate the law? And if it did, does that count as criminal content, which wouldn't be protected by Section 230? Well, that's interesting because I'd never really thought about this. But if you're if Twitter is a platform. Oh, it's so nice to talk about Twitter in a context that isn't normal with all the garbage lately. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, but but to talk about Twitter as a platform that that is a place where 230 protects, and correct me if I'm wrong about any of this, pr- they protect Twitter, the company, if somebody says something insightful or awful or whatever they say, t- Twitter's not held liable for that. The person is. Yeah, um, that, that, that's pretty much right on. Section 230 says... No internet platform will be considered to be the speaker or the publisher of content posted on that platform by a third party. But the trick so is Twitter creates its own stuff. It's responsible for right, what it says. Right, right. Which is where the algorithm. But is. if they monetize it, and and this is where it gets really fishy to me. Maybe that's why it's at the level of the Supreme Court, I guess now. But if they monetize the site, they they do that. They have to. Mm-hmm. They need to make money. 
sure. um, through ads or whatever. So aren't they always monetizing potentially things that would be considered yeah. a problem? You, you are you. That's not really a question. You're you're allowed to monetize your platform while you enjoy the protection of Section Two Thirty. Right. What what is at stake with Tomna versus Twitter is that Section Two Thirty says you're not the publisher except in certain cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, for instance, uh, you are not allowed. You are not exempt from liability for criminal postings. Okay. That that's in there. Uh, that that's one of the exemptions. And so what Tomna is trying to say is, well, okay, they they got there and uh, some some folks posted some stuff. And and so Twitter is not put it this way, the content could be criminal and the person would still be responsible who posted it. But if allowing it to be posted is criminal specifically, then that's not protected. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this is where you start to get into arcane things of civil versus criminal. Uh, libel and slander are civil, not criminal, which is why it's okay to be like, hey, if it's uh, I'm not liable for that, even though it's slander, because that's civil. Anyway, uh, criminal stuff is different. So what the Supreme Court is focusing on is does the Anti-Terrorism Act, which forbids aiding and abetting terrorism, apply in a case where Twitter was hosting stuff without its not you, you know without avowed knowledge. I don't think anybody's saying Twitter knew these folks and were helping them out. There's it's is it aiding and abetting them hmm. when when you allowed it to be posted and weren't taking proactive measures to get rid of it as fast as possible. Okay. So this isn't even really about them changing gutting or otherwise tweaking the statute or or 230 in in its own right. They're just saying does this violate what yeah. 230 <clears throat> says yeah, you violated? Well, the Supreme Court is sorely misunderstood uh, as, as, as making laws. It never makes laws. Right. All it can do is interpret laws. And right. it can interpret them widely, which then maybe changes how they're implemented. Right. Or it can interpret them narrowly. Uh, and those are your two wings, the strict constructionists and the and the, the more liberal uh, open interpretation. Uh, you can go go listen to Andrew Heaton's Political Orphanage, and he breaks all that down really well. Sure. Uh, so, so yeah, so what they're doing here in both these cases is saying, does Section 230 apply? Now, what's interesting, in yesterday's arguments about Gonzalez versus Google, all the justices seemed to say, like, you know what? Uh, algorithms weren't like this when Section 230 was written. We don't think it contemplates that. This is Congress's job. Mm. Uh, we, we, we really don't think we should be doing this. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find, yeah, uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh said, isn't it better to keep it the way it is for us and put the burden on Congress to change that? And mm. then they consider the implications and make these predictive judgments. Um, so they seemed unwilling to really wade in on Gonzalez versus Google. Uh, and the reason they were had the latitude to do that is that if Twitter wins in Tomna versus Twitter, that means that the terrorism uh, aspect of it is irrelevant. Mm. It, it didn't matter. And the content at issue in Google versus Gonzalez is anti-terrorism content. And so basically, if Tomna versus Twitter says, yeah, the platform isn't responsible for that, then the 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 Supreme Court can say, oh, well, that changes the whole interpretation of whether the algorithm even did anything wrong, whether yeah. whether it's protected or not. Maybe it wasn't wrong for them to pass it along if they're not responsible for that content in the first place. 
So they could either send it back to the lower court to say, in light of Tomna versus Twitter, you need to reinterpret it. Or Google could push for a motion to dismiss it, saying, in light of Tomna versus Twitter, this isn't an issue anymore. So I feel like the justices were kind of saying, I don't think we really want to weigh in on the Gonzalez versus Google thing. That's a thorny issue. Congress should do that. Let's focus on Twitter versus Tomna, where they are currently, as we're talking, grilling both sides about the line between whether you knew or whether you should have known. Mm. Uh, so they they went after the plaintiffs and said, well, if if I if I loan a friend a gun and then the friend goes and commits a, a crime, and this is Justice Thomas said this, uh, am I responsible for that crime? I didn't know. Should I have known? Mm. You know, where's the line? Right. And then with with Twitter, they're they're going after him, uh, and, and Justice Kagan and Justice Sotomayor both are saying, well, well, hold on. Uh, you know, you, willful blindness is is not a defense. Mm. You know, if if you turned away going, well, I'm going to pretend I don't see anything, you could still be held liable. Uh, so it's unclear in Twitter versus Tom which way they might rule. Interesting. No, I like this stuff too. I think it's fascinating. Uh, do you think, this is a whole different subject, but it feels like this predictive AI stuff that we're just starting to dabble with and Bing's shift and Bard coming from Google and OpenAI and all, you know, GPT and all this. It feels like we're heading toward a whole new world of challenge, challenging 230. Yes. You know? Uh, in, in fact, I think it was Justice uh, Chief Justice Roberts uh, who said that. Try, I'm trying to look through my notes here. No, it was Gorsuch. Uh, Justice Neil Gorsuch brought up AI and was like, we got freaking AI out here making poetry or yeah. something. Like, you know, like this is bigger than this case. Uh, we, we, you know, again, really saying like, can, can we even rule on what an algorithm is or is not at this point? Yeah. So yeah, it's, I think the, the court very wisely is saying this isn't a matter for, for the court. This is a matter for the legislative body. They should, they should look at this. Yeah. And hopefully the not screw that stuff up. We'll see. Hopefully you all voted for good people last time is what I'm saying, everybody. Uh, Tom <laughs> yeah. Merritt, uh, it yeah. should That's be a whole other ball of wax. It is yeah. a ball, different ball of wax. But anyway, it's a fun uh, discussion. I'm excited to talk more about it today on the show. Anything else going on you'd like to mention? Oh, uh, yes. I'm very excited for this week's episode of A Word with Tom Merritt. Uh, last week, I talked with uh, Natalia Antelava. Uh, who runs Coda Story, trying to shed light on uh, dictatorships and misinformation. She used to work for the BBC. Fascinating uh, discussion with her. So go get that if you haven't already uh, to hear even some tips about how to protect yourself from from being fooled by misinformation. And then this week on Thursday, uh, I'm talking with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch baseball writer and beat reporter for the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, Derek Gould, about sports. Mm. Uh, and especially if you're someone who's not interested in sports, I think you should listen to this conversation because we talk about like, why is it that people like sports? Why do we like sports? What is it about sports that, that keeps us interested? Uh, what's, what role does it play? And, and for people who don't like sports, you know, is there something similar for them that it's like, well, you don't like sports, but you like this other thing. Uh, it's a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so check that out at awordpodcast.com. It's a fantastic show. You all should be taking your time and checking that out. Tom Merritt, he is Ace Detect on Twitter and... Later today, Daily Tiffany Show, 2.30 Mountain Time. 2 p.m. Mountain Time. I always say 2.30. 2 p.m. Mountain Time. <laughs> used to be. It used to be 2.30. Used to be. Yeah, it's old habits. Still yeah, throws no me. Anyway, Tom, have a fantastic week. We'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Okay, it did not hang up on cool. us. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank what you do you for, think the uh, chances... Thank you, Discord, for not doing that. <laughs> yeah. What do you think the chances are if I close this window? All right. 
Brace yourselves, you guys. This sure. may do it. I don't on. know. I'm holding on to my desk. Okay, here we go. Oh, no, that's the right one. Okay, hold on. Oh, it didn't do it. Yeah, all right, good. Okay. But uh, it's the same cool. exact thing as I did with Bobby, but it didn't do it this time. <laughs> I don't get it. Weird. I don't get it. All right, tuck in uh, your pants. <laughs> We're going to do... Tucked into my socks. Yeah, That's perfect. Tuck them into yeah. your socks. We're going to do recommendals. going to be fun. Uh, always fun talking about cool stuff to watch and what to spend your time on if you're going to stream something. So we're going to do that now. Uh, let's play a little music to bring us in. Here we go. It is time for us to... Oh, did, are you gone, Brian? Can you not hear me? No, I'm here. I oh. just wave. I'm dancing. Jeez. Oh, I thought you were like Jeez. going up. I lost you. Up. Nope. Yeah. I was doing jazz hands. Damn it. Damn it. Jazz hands are always confusing to me. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome uh, to the recommendal section of the show where we do uh, our streaming recommendals for the week. And uh, we want to welcome our guests, of course, Nicole Spag, who is here uh, every week. Hi, Nicole. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Good. How are you? Hello. Doing good? Ha- having a good week? Having a good day, yeah. Yeah. So. How's the snow out there? Did you get hit like we did? Are you guys good? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mark is barbecuing in uh, the driveway. You bastards. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I hope you avoid it all. Uh, also with us, Randy Jordan, who never has snow. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. Uh, there actually was snow here, believe it or not. It Whoa. snowed in Orange County on uh, January 1st, 2014, I want to say. Oh, my. It was wild. People lost their minds, you know, like... Everybody was out driving to see it, mm-hmm. which is like the thing you shouldn't do. Did right? they but, shut you down? Like everything gets shut down, schools and all that stuff? It yeah. melted so fast. It melted. Oh, it was like, uh, uh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. You got to get it uh, while you can get it, I guess. But, uh, well, you can come hey, and have ours. I got like 12 whole inches and there's tons of it. So come enjoy. While we're while we're uh, recommending things, I want to recommend a podcast to you, Scott Johnson. Do it. You should listen to Amicus uh, by Dahlia Lithwick. I don't know. Like seriously, you would love this podcast. Amica- Amicus Lithwick is a Amicus A M I C U S. She is an award-winning journalist who covers the Supreme Court, and she breaks down in great detail what's going on. Oh, I like on, that on approach. Things. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's really. Oh, it's a uh, Slate makes tons of good shows, and they make this. Yeah. That's great. All right. Yeah, I'll. Uh, that's a good recommendation. I'll write that down. Anybody else want so, to check that uh, out? So, it's Nicole, a- uh, how you doing? Nicole? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah, I got my still coffee. Just- We'll just form a little, uh, little. Side Look, I've table got, over here. I've got a recommendation. I got podcast recommendations for everyone, but I'll do those later. Uh, let's do this. Let's do recommendals. We're going to start with Brian, as we always do. Today's order, by the way, will be Brian, Randy, Nicole, and then me. Uh, and Brian, you have a clip here. Would you like to set it up at all? I do. This is a TV series. Somebody recommended this to me based on my uh, affection for uh, the the comedy of the. Um, the, the main actress in this thing. Um, I love her work and everything I've seen her in. She was in a season of Taskmaster. She, she was absolutely hilarious. And, um, and this series did not disappoint. All right. Let's check uh, it out. Let's see. Should I set it up saying, uh, uh, yeah, these, these three women, two of the, uh, one of these women is being checked out of uh, rehab by her sister. Okay. Here we go. And there's your receipt. Thank you. We've loved having you here. Oh, God, yeah, I've had the time of my life, Trees. I hope to come back as often as my schedule allows. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't have a great time. No, I didn't expect it to be a great time, Trees. I'm not 
stupid. I just, it's a lot of uh, shown as money. No, I, I was just saying it because I think the facilities could have been nicer, like the website shows. Yeah, I know. I mean, in fairness to Anya, when I booked her in, the website did make it look like there was a jacuzzi. Yeah. And, you know, the jacuzzi was half how I convinced her to come here in the first place. Yeah. You know, because I said, you know, at the worst, if she came, at least there'd be a jacuzzi. Yeah. Well, like I said, this is not a spa. It's a rehab facility, so we plough our money into care and therapists. Yeah, I know, but I just don't see how a jacuzzi... Or a punch would, pool. Yeah, would be a bad thing for people who just needed a bit of a boost, uh -huh. you know? Uh-huh. I actually have some practical feedback. Oh, good. Just as regards snacks. So I was thinking mini bars. <laughs> I'm actually being serious, Teresa. Because one day, when I was really low, I would have happily paid double the recommended retail price to eat a Kit Kat without everyone gawping at me. And ideally in a fucking jacuzzi. Sorry for cursing there. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds great. It's great. It's a TV show called This Way Up. It's a comedy about uh, this woman who's coming out of rehab for a nervous breakdown. And uh, she's say. Irish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's uh, she's Irish, uh, but she lives in London, and she lives there with her sister Shona, who is um, a very protective big sister for. Her. Basically, you know the 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 person that kind of helps steer her, but also maybe is a little too overprotective um, of uh, of Anya. Uh, but the two of them have this incredible. Uh, rapport as actresses they're playing sisters they are very believable as sisters and and if you've seen the tv show bad sisters you'll recognize sharon horgan uh, who plays shona who's uh anya's sister um anya is uh, uh, a teacher teaching english to uh immigrants coming in and that in and of itself is is uh some of the most hilarious parts of the show. It's a it's it's a black comedy. There's some points, you know, you see some low points, but for the most part, it's kind of like the uh, Ricky Gervais stuff that has oh. come out since The Office. You know, like I'm in. Uh, yeah, That's like all uh, I'll need to hear. Uh, exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of like Afterlife and um, oh, trying to what's the one with the the guy's name or the oh sweaters De Derek Derek or De Derek. 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 I think Derek. Yeah, that's right. Love Derek. Anyway, kind of along the lines of that stuff, the the kind of comedy with a little taste of drama every once in a while. Um, this is showing on Hulu. There are two seasons, six episodes per season. You can get through this in a in an evening if you don't have children or other responsibilities that uh, that could get in the way of it. There is a third season that um, has not yet been announced, but it has not been canceled. So hoping for a third season. But this is a very self-contained kind of show. You gets a you know it's a very is that uh did you say Sersha? is that ladybird no no um oh. shona is the, uh, sharon hogan is the sister oh i didn't say who plays oh. anya who you hear a lot in that clip talking about the kit kat uh that's ashling b who um i think is absolutely hilarious her stand-up is is um fantastic but a lot of you probably know her as the wife to paul rudd in that clone oh what was that thing oh, called? Yeah. oh the netflix yeah, thing um the netflix you, it yeah, was when Nicole you recommended, recommended it. it what was that called it was called oh, living with yeah. yourself no. living with your living or, with yourself yeah 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 yeah, yeah that was good uh, 
That was so good. And, I love uh, that. I, I was surprised oh, how much I liked that. It was really good. Don't pronounce. Okay, so Claire's correct to me. No G. I don't pronounce the G. Just Ashlyn just B. B, okay. right? B. Ashlyn B. Yeah. Um, she's been on a few episodes of Drunk History. She was in one of the funniest seasons of Taskmaster that I watched. She's been in a ton of stuff. Not a lot of stuff here in the States, but a lot of stuff, obviously, in Ireland. And her... Um, her stand-up is absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah, she did the voice of Emily Burke in Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, wow. I don't remember. <laughs> a, little, a little video game connection there as well. Sure. I love 3. Or no, I didn't like 3. 3 was bad, but I'm sure she did a great job. I'm sure she <laughs> was amazing. But it wasn't bad because of, uh, because of Ashley. Yeah, it's not her fault. <laughs> um, anyway, the show, again, is called This Way Up. It's on Hulu. It is, it's fantastic, and it's uh, it's uh so the the parts with her and her sister which almost feels like improv is so damn funny she's uh she's great doesn't it feel like hulu has all of these kinds of shows it's like yeah it's, it's their yeah. forte man they're really, I don't know. really apple is. tv apple plus is um I think catch it up. They they may yeah they are but you know what no, I mean the like these kind of stuff, though, import like, comedy oh, yeah, yeah. English yeah, speaking like the BBC import stuff the yeah. really good stuff is, is yeah I'm extraordinary is on yeah. yeah 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 I don't know I like that I like that that's happening um all right let's uh, move over to Nicole and uh, talk about her recommend oh no Randy I'm sorry oh, Randy I'll get you second I'm sorry before we yeah. before you're off me uh Nicole loved war oh. great recommendal watched we Thanks. we did what you did but we we had to do a split over two nights but we binged the whole series in two nights and it was so good did you did you have a favorite episode yeah the uh the Allison Bree the girl who solved her own murder was yeah, that was uh, a good one yeah. so good and oh, I was the, hoping you were going to say the weird one with the turtles or whatever it was what was it the, the, the was woman it? who was fed by a duck oh the duck yeah oh it was a duck God. I told you did I not yeah. tell you yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that was a little that was a little nuts. I wish that wasn't the last one because it was like ah, I wanted one of the stronger ones to be the closer. But um, no, that uh, wasn't the closer. The horse one was the closer. Oh, the horse, the girl who liked horses. That's right. Yeah, and that was and that was a little slow. Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But I did like the Issa Rae one or Issa Rae one with mm-hmm. the, the, girl, the woman time. who disappeared. Yeah, it's good I stuff. My, anyway, I watch that. Sounds anyway. so good. I'm glad you yeah. guys. Uh, or I'm glad. It's nice to get more uh, reinforcement on that because. Uh, I don't know. You've convinced me. Yeah. I'm going to watch Roar. Yeah. It's going to happen. Definitely worth watching. Yep. There is no a time in that show where there's a plant with a lady's mouth in it, though, right? That's a that's just there for the cover. No. Okay. No, it's, just to make, just... it's just to attract the people who are watching The Last of Us. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, let's get to uh, Randy's recommendal. Randy, you want to set this up? Sure. Uh, a few weeks ago, we asked the question, is this any good? It's a new sitcom. And uh, we also asked the question, does it have a laugh track? And I'm sorry to say, yes. Yes, this new sitcom does have a laugh track, and I didn't even realize it after watching the first couple of episodes, but now listening to this, one of the first scenes of the first episode, uh, yes, the laugh track is pretty bad, but you're going to have to... You're going to have to bear with it because it's a very funny show. Oh, all right. Well, here we go then. Mr. Fielding, I'm not a Girl Scout, but if I was, that door slam might have really hurt my feelings. (laughs) Though I guess I'd have the support of a nurturing community who would help rebuild my self-confidence and set me on an empowered path of discovery and self-acceptance. Who are you and why are you still talking? (laughs) My name is Abby Stone. Used to work with my dad. You're Harry's daughter. Come in. Hope you don't mind me dropping by. I found your address in a box of my dad's stuff. Yeah, no, uh, no, it's uh, fine. It's just, uh, sorry, it's been, well, quite a while since I did any entertaining. Oh, duck sauce. For later. 
I was sorry to hear about your father. We lost touch over the years, but he was a great guy. I know he felt the same way about you. Mm. <laughs> I almost didn't recognize you with the beard. Mm. In pictures, you always look so put together. <laughs> Not that the beard isn't a good look. It's, it's a great way to cover up a weird neck. <laughs> Not that your neck is weird. It's Wow, look at that view! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I got to say before you get anything? I'm surprised how m- most people, as they age... Their voices change, like Picard or mm-hmm. whoever, right? Mm-hmm. They just their voice changes. It's normal. It's part of age. But John Larroquette doesn't sound any different to me today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Yeah. He's trying really hard. Like you can you can really see he doesn't have anywhere near the energy nor the physical fall down slapstick comedy, you know, that he used to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's trying really mm-hmm. hard. And mm-hmm. and the first few episodes of the new Night Court show him. Uh, uh, transform back into a thing mm. and so he has to start out kind of slow with a big beard and he's not interested and so forth and then he, right. he evolves um but it's really this this series is not about dan fielding believe it or not mm. but you know the character that made the original night court it's the series is not about him it's mm. about all of these other characters and you have uh india de beaufort who uh, came. Uh, she was on. She was Schneider's girlfriend on uh, One Day at a Time, the remake. Uh, mm-hmm. She is the Mac character. She's incredible uh, in in this. Like just so straight funny. Mm. Um, you, you have the uh, bailiff played by, by Lacretta. Um, I I can't I can't really place Lacretta for you very very easily. She's you know she's been coming up through a lot of uh, of different series. But she is absolutely perfect for this. She's, oh, she was on Broad City. I love. She was great on. It's only a single episode, I think. Yeah, there it is. Just one episode. I remember this lady from that. That's where her. She's great. I yes, like her she, a lot. She funny her, in her, this. Her character is named Gergs, <laughs> and I just like <laughs> like someone just like threw some letters into a like spaghettios or something like Gergs. How do you? But she is just. She is a, a laugh a minute. Nonstop funny as the you know the hard nosed bailiff who is really really in tune with everything going on. Um, Does the laugh track uh, ding this thing? Do you feel like it? It's it's you know could they have done it without it? I guess I'm saying yes, they absolutely could have done it without it. As I've said before, uh, Young Sheldon proves that you can you can do a sitcom without a laugh track. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, speaking of, you know, uh, Sheldon, you know, this whole thing lives and dies on, uh, Melissa Rauch as Harry Stone's daughter, now judge in night court. Um, she's great. She's it's absolutely so great. crazy to hear her voice, not doing the, Bernadette, the yeah. big bang theory voice that she did. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it feels and like she, listening to a podcast at slower speed. <laughs> and I was actually thinking, I wonder if she's going to trot out Bernadette every now and then for, for a joke. And she, oh, does, sure. she doesn't at all. And, you know. Good. This is her show. Uh, it's it's a lot more serious than the original was. That's this, oh, the way really? of remakes, right? Okay. Like uh, the, but that's the, not like Fresh Prince or Cobra no, Kai no, serious. No, like no, 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 no. it's just okay. um, it just takes uh, its subject matter more seriously. Like the the point of each episode is very well established, and there's a bit less of the. Brent Spiner, you know, coming in and and making a funny voice, you know, right? Gotcha. Right. And so are the. I mean, 
is every every episode like it's its own case, right? Or is it a, is it a, is this more uh, overarching story? So far, it uh, the reason I'm recommending it is because it is just flat out remaking Night Court. Mm. Like mm-hmm. if you liked the original Night Court, you're going to like this. And that's why I'm recommending it because I love the original Night Court. Yeah. It is it is really going there. Like where you have it's it's serialized um, there are very few like arcing stories like at so far, like over six or seven episodes, there's only been two stories that crossed over <laughs> an episode, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just fun. I just, like, I, for, love I mean, your arc is going to be, does Dan stay or leave? Cause like mm-hmm. that's, he's, he's kind of tentatively there. Oh, so. right. You've been watching as well. Nicole sounds like, Oh yeah. I, st- I started watching it. When it first came out, I watched the first two episodes, like the day they released. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this so much. That's great. Oh, that's great. Good. Yeah, I'm happy yeah, to hear I that. I love it. Um, the, I just, I, it, yeah. it blows my mind that John Larroquette kind of hasn't been doing this for 20 right? years. Yeah. Because oh. he he just it, – it belongs to him, you know, this, yeah. this character, this or attitude. that he hasn't been doing anything other than – the last thing I remember him in was Madhouse with Kirstie Alley. That's, oh gosh, that's a yeah, long that's, time ago. It's been a while too. Yeah, <laughs> like, remember, a long time ago. Re- remember when Modern Family started, and you were like, "Oh, Ed O'Neill, right on." Uh, right. Like that was only that was only maybe seven years after the end of you know his previous show, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like he really nails it. Like you, you can do that as a comedic actor. You can keep making series and change characters and and go on and do great things. And John Larroquette just like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he, maybe he doesn't actually like this. <laughs> like maybe the character not wanting to work at Night Court <laughs> is is a reflection of the actor not really I could see wanting. That. Maybe to do this. he's or got he, like he he, he, he pops into stuff. Like he's in a bunch of little random things here and there. It doesn't. It just mm-hmm. feels like maybe he doesn't need to to do anything. Like we've talked on well, film. He's the executive out. producer of this. Too. Oh, is he, he brought this? Yeah. He brought the show back. Oh, that's great. Mm. I like him. So I'm glad to see him back. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, all just, right. uh, and all the, every character, uh, every character that you're expecting is perfectly cast. Like I say, India de Beaufort is hysterical. Lacretta is ex- hysterical. Um, the other of the five main characters is uh, Neil played by uh, Kapil to Walker. And he is just, he is just, always spot oh, yeah. on. I like perfect. that guy. He's great. I love how this thing is cast. Um, I just hope, I hope it goes on for six seasons in a movie. Seriously. It's so funny. <laughs> Ooh, six seasons and a movie. Do you know the original creator of night court? His name was Reinhold Weege. Oh yes. Oh, really? Because yeah. it's all over every episode of night court. His <laughs> That's name. true. Yeah. You see that like one of the last names you see of, uh, in the opening credits. Yeah. yeah. He died oh, in 2012, the music, but the music what a great remake. name. Yeah. The music in the remake is remade music, and it was apparently all uh, recorded for this remake by John Larroquette's son. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. This guy wrote three episodes of Fish, uh, 34 episodes of Barney Miller, an episode of MASH. That dude was around. He had stuff nice. to do. Anyway, good job, Reinhold Weege. May your memory Good, good old Reinhold Weege. <laughs> all right. Uh, nicely done. Uh, Nicole, let's get to yours. Yes. I'm very excited to hear about this because this is on my queue and has uh, been for a bit, and I'm very excited. So tell, or you want me to just play? In, or Bump it up in your queue because uh, after watching Glass Onion, I was like, I need more of this. I need yeah. more oh, Ryan. I need yeah. more Ryan Johnson. 
Yeah. So Every- when I saw that he was attached to this show, I was like, I'm on it. And I started watching it the day it released. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to like, it's each episode. So you have an overarching thing that's happening, but each episode is it's contained within itself. So um, this stars a woman that you may or may not like. I find that you either like her or you don't. Oh, I personally, I'm, I'm one that loves her. Love her. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Mark, her too. Mark cannot. He can't listen. He to can't her. do it. <laughs> really? Oh, interesting. Okay. No, I think but you're I'm, right though. She it's she's a little divisive in that regard. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I love her. I love her, and uh, it's on Peacock. All right, here's your clip. <gasps> weird. What's weird? Oh, uh. You know, I, I, I just bought a, a few scratchers myself. I didn't win anything, though. No, it's a fool's path to riches. But I did notice every ticket has a, a serial number. It's, it's printed right there on the, on the side. And, well, the serial numbers are apt to be they're sequential. That means in order. I know. So? So then I remembered that I saw this trucker playing one of those kinds of scratch-offs this morning. It was a... Gold Rush. It was right before I picked up my car, which was right before you bought your ticket. This trucker, he didn't win anything. Uh, He threw it away. You know, I know. So she sounds, (laughs) she's the only person in Hollywood that sounds 75 and 28 at the same time. I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. She's so weird. Yeah. And the older she gets, the harder her voice gets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seen some things. So Natasha Leone, right? Is yep. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. All right. Hold on. Uh, so this is <laughs> Poker Face. It is a serial show with episodes. And she is, you know, you, you hear her in that clip and you're like, oh, she must be a detective. No, she is not. <laughs> she is not a detective, <laughs> but she solves murders. Yeah. <laughs> um, she has the ability. And this is if you watch the trailer to the show, she has the ability to detect any time someone is lying. And so you follow her. The first episode kind of sets up like, well, if she can do that, she must be amazing at gambling. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you get that setup of her working in a casino and why she's working in the casino and uh, Adrian Brody is in the first episode. (laughs) So you're. You're going to you're, you're going to see a lot of famous actors kind of pop in each one of these episodes. Yeah, one of the trailers um, made it look like an all star cast. Yeah, like they does. it's crazy. So yes. many names. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. They have a lot of amazing actors and actresses that come yeah. through. From what I've seen and and heard, it feels very much like like you know you mentioned the overarching story, but each self contained like seventies episodic detective yes. television kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very, great. very, yeah. very, again, very Columbo, but again, yeah. not a detective. <laughs> so, such, an, right. such an interesting so, mix of people. You, on the one hand, Simon Hedberg, on the other hand, Pedro Hollywood, also Ellen Barkin, for some reason, <laughs> Chloe <laughs> Savigny, or however you say her name, wow. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yes. uh, Tim Blake Nelson, Ron Perlman. I'm in. Yeah. I'm all in on this. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't it's, you be in? It sounds like the people want to work with her or him in the same way that they do in his movies, like Knives Out and freaking the other mm-hmm. one, Glass Onion. Right. We're so chock, chock full of people that were probably just dying to work with Ryan Johnson, and yeah. here you have it again. It's great. And just I have one, a, one episode. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. I will say I have a feeling Judith by the time White. I get to the end, so I'm like five episodes in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's kind of getting a little formulaic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you get the setup, 
you get the you get to see the murder sure. and then you get a rewind and how she fits into it how's Nick I, kinda, I, how's, I, I like that yeah. um you just start to kind of, predict it a little bit sure yeah and you kind of you're meant to you know, no pun intended, peel back the layers mm. of the, the story. I see what you did um, there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So how's Nick Nolte in his episode? That I need to know. I need to know how Nick Nolte's doing. Is he I haven't in seen there? that episode. Just oh, how okay. is he in general? Is he one? doing okay? You just got to check right? on him. You got to yeah. check on the guy. He doesn't look right. So you got to make sure he's okay. But <laughs> I love Nick Nolte. I'm going to text and, and check in real quick. Oh. Hey, Nick, how are you? Yeah, I am see, fine. Let's see if he gets back to you. Let is there any episode where where the murder involves a cockroach? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Darn. All right. <laughs> but there is an there is an episode about barbecue. Okay. Okay. And uh, it's called the stall. And I have never heard of the term the stall until before I watched this episode. Mark was telling me he's going to do a new audio podcast with another guy called the stall, and it's going to be about barbecue. Oh wow. <laughs> So okay. apparently the stall is when you're cooking, like, say, a brisket, yeah. Yeah. and the temperature just kind of stops. Yeah. And you keep, and, adding, okay. you keep it oh. on the heat, and it doesn't go Ooh. up. So when you say hours. stall, it's not like a stall as in the location, like a bathroom no. stall. but like Yeah, a, see, that's that's a, the, I, I'm not eating anybody's barbecue if it's made in a stall. No, you don't want that in a bathroom stall. But if but by stall, you mean like stop, like pause. Stop and hold yeah, the temperature like a, kind of thing. yeah, the temperature yeah. will not go any higher. And so – as a someone doing barbecue, you have to get it to break the, you know, either you hold it there or you want to get it to cook more. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so it's hmm. a whole process. Sounds and like I would have never have known the double meaning of that episode <laughs> unless I had talked to Mark like two days prior. Wow. So there you go. That's you learn cool. a little too. I want to see it. That's Poker Face yeah. on Peacock Poker right Face. now. Peacock Plus, Freecock, whatever it Wonderful. is. Wonderful. Whatever they're doing. <laughs> Uh, all right, excellent. Here's mine. Let's get weird. Hold on. Okay. What you did to that woman was dreadful. She killed my brother. I would have done the same thing if she killed you. you. You're like a brother to me. Oh, you're my best friend in the whole world. I don't think I'm your best friend in the whole world. You used to spend much more time with John. Oh, who's John? John, the limping man. Oh, yeah. I didn't even remember his name. All right. <laughs> awesome. You are you are such on a Colin Farrell kick right now. I really yeah. am. I can't get enough of him. I loved him in, um, well, it's, it's a little out of order, but The Gentleman, which I recommended last week, I actually watched yeah. after this, but um, he was in that. Loved that p- part for him. Uh, this is The Lobster from 2015, which I never saw. Yeah. Everybody at the time said, Scott, you got to see this weird thing. It's the weirdest thing ever. And I just wasn't in the mood that year. I think I recommended year. it. I think you did. I think you did. Yeah. I think it's like way back yeah. then, Nicole actually was the one I think that first told me about it. Um, yeah. And I was, hold, I was told it was strange. This Yorgos Lathamos, however you say his name, he's a uh, uh, Greek uh, director, uh, supposedly makes nothing but weird stuff. And normally that's totally in my wheelhouse, but for whatever reason, I just didn't do it. And I finally got around to it because it was on HBO Max. I'm like, well, there it is. I'm going to hit play. Let's see what we get here. And I loved and was also kind of <laughs> insane by the movie. Like, I, it, I really like what they did. And there's so many people in this. Colin Farrell, we mentioned. Rachel Weisz is in it. Jessica Barton. Um, one I would like to mention who's always good is, uh, if I can find her name. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Thank you very much. She's fantastic in it. Uh, very small role, but great. Um, and uh, you heard in that clip Colin Farrell talking to, uh, oh, 
his name's not on the top cast, so I have to look it up slow, slow way. What's his name? Here, here's his voice. What you did to that woman was dreadful. Oh, it's a, it's C. Riley, John, John C. Riley. Jeez, the yeah. ways. Playing the weirdest character ever. Um, one of my favorite, I don't know if you call him a character actor. I guess you do. He's just a young character actor. But one of my favorites is, uh, if I can find the guy's name. Oh, my gosh. I'm bad today with names. It is, uh, you'll know it if you see it. It's uh, this guy, uh, this ben, guy, Ben Winshaw or Wishaw. Oh, um, Ben Wishaw. Yeah. He's in tons yeah. of stuff, right? Like a million things. An amazing actor incredible to just watch i'd watch him do anything uh he played a rabbi in uh fargo season four <laughs> i think everything comes back to Fargo. it often does all roads lead to Fargo. yeah he's so good in that anyway i love that guy and he's, yeah, he's a very Q weird part uh, Skyfall or skyfall he's our new q oh that's right yeah you're right yeah that's yeah. exactly right he's also extremely good in that Marin, mary poppins returns movie just an okay. incredible Michael Banks character. Uh, he plays Michael Banks, the dad, and he's fantastic. Really good. Anyway, the whole thing filmed in Ireland. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think this entire thing was filmed in Ireland, although it's mostly British actors with a few Irish actors thrown in, including Farrell and uh, the occasional American apparently. and the occasional American. Right. <laughs> um, Rachel Weiss is amazing as she always is and everything. Yeah. Um, my gigantic crush on her. I just never can quite get over her. I'll never get over. Her. I saw her in the mummy. That was it. I was done from then on. Mm. Sure. Any movie she's in, I'm like, sign me up. And I haven't seen anything this weird since The Fountain. Do you guys remember The Fountain? Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also- I wish you hadn't gone there. I was hoping you were going to compare it to something I, I really liked. Uh, I, I mean, I kind of love like hate The Fountain. or The Invention yeah, of Lies. Is it like or- downsizing? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't yeah. know what this is like. This is like the not strangest as, film I've ever drop, seen. Drop down funny as The Invention of Lying or... Oh, there's very little humor in The Lobster. It's just not a funny movie. There's a couple of moments, maybe. But Colin Farrell put on like 40 pounds for the role. And so he's just a bit of a schlub. And I don't even know what to make of it. Honestly, to this moment, I still don't know what The Lobster's about. (laughs) You know, it also has the tone. You remember the, what is it called? The the Queen? What was the one where the Queen was really weird? Um, oh, oh, the uh, favorite, the favorite. Oh, the favorite, oh, the favorite. Yes, right, with Olivia Coleman and yeah, same, same guy, same, same director. Tone. Yeah, same dude. Oh, is it the same director? Yeah, same director Which made that. I believe it explains the tone. Let me look it yeah. up real quick. I think that's, <laughs> that's right. a lot weird. Like this lobster is a lot weirder than oh yeah, yeah, yeah. than the favorite, but. Favorite's yeah. great. Yeah, the yeah. favorite is his. Uh, he did the killing of the sacred deer, which I will see next. Yeah, um, that was another. That was a recommendal from uh, Nicole as well. Yep, I think you went on a bit of a, a run, Nicole, and watched all his stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now I'm just catching up. Um, anyway, it's the lobster. It's on HBO Max, and if you want to be weirded out just for the sake of it, you'll have a great time. Uh, Do, is there? Uh, are there any like? Uh, gore elements or like anything no. scary? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. uncomfortable and odd. And oh, you're very so uncomfortable. Yeah, there are moments where the 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 dialogue is this weird, stilted. Everyone's not really being themselves kind of quality to it. So when there is someone who finally shows some actual emotion that they would show in that situation, you realize that they're actually breaking out of whatever this construct is. It's a lot. There's, I didn't even tell you the plot. The plot is basically that people get turned into animals at their end of life because they were bad, I guess. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. (laughs) So, so it's a long episode of Black Mirror. It's, 
No, oh, because man. Black Mirror no. always has like a tech oh. angle. I wouldn't even compare it to like uh, you know Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone or anything. Like or anything. No. There's not a like oh you're getting your comeuppance because you did this it's yeah. like nope this is just a weird world where you turn into an animal at the end of your life yeah and they, and they don't even ever show that process like that's the thing hanging right. over the whole thing but they never really get to it yeah. um there's a scene where oh the end of the movie when carl farrell goes to that bathroom and you you assume what he's doing in there is what he's doing we don't don't talk about the end it's not it doesn't give anything away because nothing happens oh, it just, it's just so weird the it's camera just goes away, away. <laughs> it ends there's credits yeah. and you're like what the f did i just do but i wasn't sad that i did it <laughs> so anyway it's cool uh it's, it's the lobster it's weird it's experimental it's weird it's it's way better than than you know you're making it not, not better than you're making it sound but it's better than it sounds like it on paper it's really good but it is really weird yeah like here's what i'm saying it's weird for the weirdness sake but it's also incredibly acted directed yeah. tonally the music use in it is not normal it's like mm-hmm. usually you have some sort of score this has a lot of punctuation yeah. And and at times where it doesn't seem like it even fits, like he's just sitting in his hotel room looking out the window and the music is going, bonk, 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 you know, and you don't know why and you don't care because you're in, you're in your ghost Lathamos's head and he's just having, he's having his way with you. So anyway, right. my prediction is that Scott's next movie is going to be Roman J. Israel Esquire because it has Colin Farrell in it. I almost, oh, yeah. I almost watched it or I tried to watch a documentary for today. I just ran out of time, but Peter Jackson made a really cool documentary about world war one. And I, I've been wanting to see it. Um, because I've been in a Peter Jackson mood and I didn't mm. have time. So anyway, that may be next week. But Did you watch the Beatles documentary? Still did? haven't, no. Um, I saw <laughs> it's supposed to be great. I mean, you guys <laughs> recommended it here. Come they, out yet? It's, part two ha- hasn't come out yet, has it? Is there a part two? Uh, yeah, there was they, a part two. You're talking about mm-hmm. Get Back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, only, I, they did two parts. I thought all the episodes of that were released all at once. The new yeah. part is... Uh, Paul McCartney at age 70. Uh, <laughs> and, it's, and it's hard to call it a documentary. It's basically like yeah. the six hours of Beatles home movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird, Ben. Which, which are good. Don't get me wrong. But it's, yeah. yeah it's, you're not uh, complaining. It's hours of home movies that have been subjected to some kind of magic arcana. I yeah. can't get over how good it looks. Well, this yeah. is what he does, man. Peter Jackson's all, this is his mood. Because this is this, this World War One documentary is him restoring old WW1 footage. Oh, wow. And having it look amazing. And, and he, he did that with the Beatles stuff. is frightening. Yeah, it is frightening. We're all going to die. Um, <laughs> he uh, also, Brian and I. Live forever. Here, here's a side recommendation, and I think Brian will agree with me. Brian, you tell me if you agree with me. I don't want to sure, speak for you, sure. but. Yeah, get out of my mouth. I, <laughs> I watched the, I watched Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, Return of the yeah. King, all in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And Brian said, well, I did that too. Weird. We've been doing the same time. And I moved on to Hobbit. And I'm like, you know what? I'll probably do that too. And then eventually we'll get to the new series. So I started watching The Hobbit. I think I've been too hard on The Hobbit. Yeah. I think it. Yeah. I think if you go outside of the hype bubble that was around at the time, I'm not saying they're the same. That's part of the no. problem is they're not the same. They're not the same. Um, they're very different yeah. stories. There's much more humor in The Hobbit. Like that is the truth of the books as well. And so getting away from the moment of everybody comparing it to 10 years previous and one of the greatest film trilogies of all time. Mm. I think I was too hard on the Hobbit. I think I am enjoying this watch a lot, like a lot. I'm enjoying the Hobbit. I think, I feel like I was just, I was as hard on it as I needed to be (laughs) at the time. Here's here's the deal. Uh, I got a suggestion for you. This will fix it. 
100 okay. because we also recently watched the all this uh, it's on hbo right and yeah sat uh, and watched Netflix 12 hours too, of yeah. return of uh, fellowship of the ring all the right and uh i realized coming out of the the trilogy and then going into hobbit part one was a huge mistake all you have to do is watch the Hobbit movies first, mm. then rewatch Lord of the Rings. It'll be great. <laughs> really? That's the order you need to do. Okay. Yeah, my problem that I'm having with The Hobbit is I feel like there's too much of the really weird uh, – going down the river in barrels and then the barrels are swinging around and like they're they're killing orcs while they're in the barrels and they're doing like uh uh pole vaulting with the barrels and and stuff like that like 3d like they had to keep was it a 3d movie it feels like they had to do some stuff to make it yeah, interesting right. for 3d right like yeah. forced oh let's have this like this really cool zooming down the, the water and then the the same thing with uh uh, Legolas riding an orc down the side of uh, <laughs> a hill and stuff. If you once you ignore those things, I do feel like the the Hobbit is a, a much better film. But it's those moments that it's like, oh god, this, they're a little slapsticky. Uh, it's I don't a little feel too like much. Tolkien yeah. wanted any of that stuff. <laughs> maybe maybe not. I do. I, I guess I kind of agree with that. I guess I would just say tonally get through I, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you just yeah. get tonally through it, and you and also the acting's really good. Those guys that play all the dwarves are great oh yeah um yeah, yeah. i really you, just watched hobbit movies first and and then you don't have the lord pace, of the rings hanging over it yeah. lee pace is great um uh you know seeing legolas and evangeline lily in there as well i mean there's there's some really good moments in in the hobbit but... yeah it's funny though how uh, critical i am of legolas writing an orc and how not critical I was of Legolas single-handedly taking down a giant elephant and sliding down his trunk. <laughs> yeah. You know what and I mean? Doing the whole like sliding down, sliding down the hoof, and then woo, like spinning around it, and, and yeah, yeah, like somehow, yeah. somehow I'm forgiving of that. And in fact, I think I, I cheered don't know at why, that. Having even watched those two scenes as close together as I did, yeah. I'm totally with you. Like, yeah, yeah weird. that's better. The Lord of the Rings one is better, but why? Yeah, you know, why doesn't this one work? Yeah. Well? And for all there those people, there are so many ways. Yeah. There's so many ways the Hobbit movies are better than the book, and that's like I I don't like that argument. And it's like it was one book; it should have been one movie. You know, oh, like yeah. the three books were three movies. I disagree. It's better than the book because in the book you get the Hobbit and you get two dwarves and all the rest. You get Thorin, Balin, and all the rest. Mm -hmm. And in the book, you don't get to see them and feel what they're, how they're all a little different from each other, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so in the movies, you get to really explore all those and these incredible actors, right? Like yeah. James Nesbitt mm -hmm. and Aiden Turner. And like you get to see them and you have spent some time with them. And it's just so much better. Yeah. The dishes scene bugged me. It was a little too. Harry oh, Potter. they put in cleaning the dishes after yeah. uh, they. Yeah, it was a Harry Potter scene. Is what it reminded me of. It, or something. There was yeah. It does feel like it does feel like it's it's Lord of the Rings with a Harry Potter yeah uh, varnish. Yeah, a little bit. It's a, it, and yeah. it's not. It's not a. Again, I'm just. I think I was too hard on it in general. I also never saw the sixty frame. I was uh, going to say the the one that looked like a soap opera. We yeah. did, and that 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 made it. That would drive me if, crazy. What if instead of a, a Harry Potter facade, what if it's a Disney facade? Like it's like Fantasia or Beauty and the Beast kind of. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's got it's just more fantastical in a much more kids kid friendly way. And if it's not a really great way of saying it, but you know, Lord of the Rings, all of the effects and stuff were meant to be uh and mm, and, uh, and orcs mm -hmm. and you know, this is more like mm -hmm. 
I'm running through a fancy forest with shit flying everywhere, and it's you know yeah. I don't know it's it's got its issues, but um, I'm really enjoying this this watch through because I was so hard on it back then. I just I'm having yeah. a good time. I, I would agree. I'm enjoying it more than I did at the time. But, but did did, yeah. did we all watch this stuff because it was pushed to us on HBO Max? Well, it's Netflix is what got me doing it because Netflix just got the original trilogy, and so I ended up coming back to Max for Hobbit because Hobbit's only yeah. there. But I guess. The they're both on both places right now. Oh, I didn't think the Hobbit was on Netflix. I no, Hobbit uh, sorry, Hobbit's on. not. You're right. Hobbit definitely yeah. isn't. But the the first three are on, or the sorry, the trilogy, the Lord of the Rings trilogy is on both services right now. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't know that, so I watched them all one place. Right, and then went and looked and went, oh, they're all over here. Why did I bother going over here in the first place? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's great though. It's good stuff. Yeah. I love it. I I think we're lucky any of it exists. To be honest. Um, we are, and I think at some point we are talking about watching the uh, the animated for FilmSec, watching the animated Hobbit. The, oh, that one is Ralph Bakshi, right? That is absolutely Ralph yeah. Bakshi. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to because I accidentally said Ralph Bakshi when I meant Don Blu- or uh, yeah Don Bluth the other day, and it's like, nope, I want to make sure I get this one right. Yeah, <laughs> no, we got to do that. the one to veto a movie. I'm, I'm trying real hard. You can't veto guys. that. You can't. That's too cool. Uh, and we don't do enough animation. We got that. We have to do that. We have to. Yeah. I'm telling you right oh, now. Oh, I did have it wrong. TV's Travis says Rankin Bass did The Hobbit. Back she did. That's right. Back she did Lord of the Rings. I remember tons of Gollum, so it had to be Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, right. That was Lord of the Rings. Yes. Because that had the, the. We're watching one the, of those. Maybe we're watching Lord of the Rings. Because they had the weird um, motion capture Nazgul and everything in it, right? Yes. Yeah. That was so weird. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, tell Mark I want some of whatever he's cooking. That'd be fantastic. Hey, mm. uh, have lunch. Can oh, you smell so what the Mark is cooking? Uh, it's great having you both on. Thanks for these recommendals. We'll put them up on quicktms.ly. They're already there. Already there. Thank you all very much for being here, Randy. Thank you for being here, Nicole. Go have some good barbecue. We'll see you soon. Bye now, everybody. Okay. Bye. There they all go. Now, here's the deal at the end of the show. Oh, there's a deal. I'm going to finish things with an email regarding the pulled arm from a socket thing we talked about and how movies do it and we hate that they do them. Oh, yeah. Dislocated. Sure. Dislocated uh, shoulders are too easy to pop in in a movie, that kind of stuff. Popping, whacking it against the hood of a car to get it back in place. That's right. This guy named Brett wrote in, says, hello, Scoot and Boot. I believe a couple of weeks ago there was a discussion on how it is not believable that someone could dislocate their shoulder and then continue anything afterwards. It was the opinion shared that the amount of pain would render someone inoperable for some time afterwards. I think that is what we came to. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will start by saying that I would totally agree with this generally accepted premise. However, a recent example shows that there are exceptions. The link below. Oh, I don't have the link. Dang it. I don't think he, I think he forgot the link. Anyway, the link <laughs> below is a story about how during 2022's Tour de France, uh, Roglic, I guess that's a rice, racer, crashed sure. on one of the stages, dislocating his shoulder. He then popped it back in and continued racing. Uh, you can look the story up as well. It's easy to find. He continued for another nine days of racing after that until finally abandoning a due to being in extreme pain. I think that's more what we were saying. Like in the middle yes. of the adrenaline, I think you can make it through certain things For and push sure. through. Yeah, but then it's like, okay, this is overwhelming. I can't do it. And yeah. Yeah. And he was okay two months later and raced again. So there's that. But uh, bottom, li- bottom line, he says, uh, people like Rogic are not common, but it shows that continuing with the dislocated shoulder is more pos- plausible then it would seem at first glance. Thanks, Brett. All right, Brett. I'll, you know what? You got it. It's a point. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's a nuanced addition to the discussion. <laughs> uh, yes. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to pull anything out and then keep going. But if I had to, I think I probably could. 
That doesn't sound ice right. Worm. That all sounded wrong, didn't it? Didn't mean it, it did. to. I wish, wish we still had Ice Worm doing audio clips. Cause, yeah, uh, or Jamie, either one. Or Jamie. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. We got to mention our Patreon because that's what we do. We're ending yes. the month here soon, and uh, for you all to get in now would be no problem. Because it's all there for the taking. Patreon.com slash TMS. Even a dollar a month would get you no commercials ever. Pre-show content every day. Couch parties and uh, the games on the weekends, depending on the time of month. And uh, other cool stuff like art in the mail and a few other things. Go check it out. Read all about it at Patreon.com slash TMS. We also like to play songs here on the show. And Brian, I'll bet, has an end of uh, song or end of show song to play. I'll bet. Oh, my gosh, I do. Boy, I hope you're ready for something heavy because okay. this is some heavy stuff. Okay. Uh, Jim Akron wrote in uh, when he's in chat. He's uh, led underscore Zep, led Zep. Uh, hi, Shax and Banshee44. Don't know what the reference is. Somebody knows out there. First time, long time. Finally remembered to request a song for my 41st birthday, and it never hurts to hear a rockin' song. Love the show, though, and you can eat rice. Oh, my gosh. Well, first this. Let's party. Then uh, where's the rice? It's here somewhere. Oh, shit. Hold on. No. I like fried chicken. That's not it. <laughs> what happened to rice? Oh my gosh! Now I have forever. to do it. I don't know what that was. All right, hold on. Rice. I like fried you chicken. Eat, you can. Eat, I like fried chicken. That kid is a genius. Let's see. Here it is. Total genius. No, that's backwards. Nope. Uh, hold on. Is this it? Bums. No. Oh my gosh! Why is this so hard? Oh, here it is. Then you can eat rice. Sorry, jeez, Louise. It's really yeah. hard to find that. Love. Anyway. Forgotten where we were. What are we doing? We're playing, I don't we're know where we even doing. What, what's going on here? Know. Yeah, no. Uh, Jim wanted to hear the darkness's cover. Man, I, I miss the darkness. Uh, the darkness's cover of "Street Spirit Fade Out" by Radiohead. This you can find on their album "Permission to Land" from 2003. Here is the darkness. All right, that'll do it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. <laughs>
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. It came from somewhere, lady. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.